Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Today's episode is going to be crazy, man. Uh, I got the the producers of this documentary. Check it out. Why? Why do we never believe them? These people know. These people know. Who knows? The governments know. This has been well planned. This is Agenda 2030. This is the Great Reset. Somebody mentioned to go onto Google and go into the news section and then type in died suddenly. And lo and behold, here's a whole listing of people, of articles, of people within the, that last week who died suddenly. Older people, but a lot of younger people throughout, around the world. And then you find out they were vaccinated. And so it's like, okay, so it's the vaccine might be causing this. Most people don't want to know what's in the vaccines. But yet when we open it almost two years into this, we find that it still says intentionally blank. In fact, nobody wants to know what's in the vaccines because, look, if people understood what was in the vaccine, they'd go apeshit. It's just there's something different about the blood. Something's causing this and something needs to be said. Somebody needs to look into it. I talked to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 50 years of experience. Have you guys ever seen this stuff before? And the answer was always, I've never seen anything like it. Why is Bill Gates involved in public health? And why does public health spend the first part telling you how the world is overpopulating? And at first glance, this is a bit scary. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. That's a, that's a 12 sigma event. One in 800 years, 12 standard deviations above the mean. No one's even calculated that. It's apocalyptic. I thought he was protected with that Pfizer. There's a huge part of me that feels a responsibility for everything that's happened. I'm so sorry. The doctor after a while came out and said, your son's dead, you can go home now. <clears throat> Who knows? Young people are dying these days. to Mr. Hirschman, this is different, this isn't normal, is it? And he said, absolutely not. The dead can't speak for themselves, so therefore, I have to speak for them. We're connecting dots here. You know, there's no way that that type of obstruction would not cause stroke, heart failure. My sister died 
she was 58, and she died suddenly on Friday of a heart attack. They will do with you what they feel like doing to you. It's the new bullet, it's the new missile, it's the new form of warfare. I wanted people to understand that we're in a fifth generation warfare for the heart and the mind. This is the greatest orchestrated die-off in the history of the world. There's most definitely evil in this world, and evil like we could not possibly imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guests, Matthew Scow and Nicholas Stumphauser. How are you guys doing? Eddie, what's up, my man? Great to talk with you. Fuck, man. Watching that trailer, dude. It's crazy. Those, those, those two clips of the people collapsing and then get crushed by that train. Bro, that girl lived. What? That girl lived. Yeah, she lived. She How fell is that possible? <laughs> I mean, it's like one in quadrillion chance of her hitting that exactly that like little opening in that in that train. Yeah. Holy yeah, but look, shit. It's so insane, bro. Like we could have we could have put a, a you know, 20 minutes of clips in there of people just murking out in in public. Like we've never seen this before. You know, when's the last time you saw a news anchor just pass out? It's on the regular now. It's it's fucking insanity, man. It's it's clear that the vaccines it's like um they're not even vaccines right they're i mean that's pretty that's a fact right they're they're not vaccines they're like they call them gene therapy whatever to me it seems like like that's the whole goal is is to stick people with some shit for a desired outcome and how do we get people how do we convince people to let us stick them with that and then you gotta come up with the the whole fucking scamdemic and all that shit when really it's it's they just want to fucking hurt you they just want to fucking I was so pleased to see you talk to Kaufman. I've been following his stuff for quite some time. And not only is the vaccine not a vaccine, but the virus isn't a virus. <laughs> Bro, this is so orchestrated. They've been trying to do this for a long time. We uh, this, this movie we did is kind of like part two. Our last film was about COVID, about the the who put it together, who orchestrated Event 201. You can take it back to who put Event 201 together with John Hopkins, Bill and Melinda Gates, back to 2002 when they had the anthrax scare. They tried to do the same thing, and that got us into Iraq. So this game plan is the same thing. It's just new players. I wouldn't even say that. It's the same old players, same old game plan. This time, but I think the media had so much to do with this one. It was orchestrated. If you've seen Event 201, right? Have you seen Event 201? Is that a documentary? No, no, no. Oh, bro. I'm about to blow you away right now. So, bro. Okay, hold on. Before you blow me away, before you blow me away. It's going to be a lot of that today. Who's who's Matthew and who's Nicholas? I'm Matt. Matthew Skull. You got it, right? Like Moscow. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas. Okay. Matthew, Nicholas. We got it. Okay. Okay. So, check it out. Um, In uh, 2020, 
was 2019, it? 2019 October. October uh, in New York. They, they have these uh, war simulations with viruses. These like uh, uh, these games they put on, like what would happen a war game of what would happen if this and this happened, right? They've been doing these for uh, 20, 30 years. This one was in particular, it had, it was funded by the WHO, Bill and Melinda Gates, WEF, it had NBC there, John Hopkins, the CDC from China. Uh, and guess what they, the whole thing was? There you go. It was, what would happen if a coronavirus would hit the world? Bro, they just are so blatant. They just put it out there. They didn't even yeah. pick it down from YouTube, bro. This was two months before the first reported case. Yes, and I do know about this now. Okay, I, I do know this was the simulation that uh, yeah. Bill Gates was involved in, and there were, it was a simulation of a, a scamdemic. Okay, I remember so, this. So, look, if, if I sat in a room with you and, and our guy here, Nick, and we were like, let's figure out how we're going to rob this bank. And then the bank got robbed the next month. <laughs> you would think the cops would be on us, right? Like, Hey, we figured it out. You guys, you guys who did that video about robbing that bank, I got robbed, <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, they just did it and, and they don't even care because they have the whole thing bought and paid for this thing. This thing's been long coming for these guys. And yeah. what me and Nick do, there's, there's documentaries that talk about how bad the shot is. And, and of course, yeah, but we want to know why, if you don't answer the question, why, then you're never going to get to the solution or, uh, put blame on them. So yeah, we, it's we, like, it's like if, if, if it's all just about, okay, cause you could, you could easily spin that. Okay. The vaccine is actually kind of dangerous. We didn't yeah, mean it. We didn't mean yeah, it. We actually we rushed it out there. there. Yeah, yeah. We rushed it. We should have did some more trials. We fucked up, but yeah. man, we were panicking. So yeah, yeah. fuck man. Yeah. You could, you could look at it like that, or you could look at it like, dude, that's what you wanted to do. So you wanted to fuck everybody up. Me and Nick uh, in our the film before this, we went to Robert Malone. We cold called this guy before he kind of blew up. Cold called him off the website. He was like, "You guys want to come visit me at my ranch?" And we were like, "Oh yeah, we'll be there next weekend." <laughs> so we go over there, and this is the guy who invented the mRNA. He's on this hype game about. He's like, he liked it. He was proud of it, right? And I'm there stirring some like vegan pasta, and we're just red pilling him with like stuff, like like stuff that we've never heard of. Wef. He didn't know anything about any. Bro, he never heard of Wef, right? And and I told him, and I tell everybody, I've been to Wef twice with President Trump. I follow, I was on the entourage. And so I've been in Davos. I've seen the innerings of, of that place. I pissed next to King Hussein in, in the restroom. You know, like oh, I've, I've been what? in there. And uh, bro, they had Yuval Harari's in there. And I, you probably heard the name, but he's kind of like their prophet, right? He, this guy, he, he thinks that uh, uh, human beings will be obsolete and like algorithms will take over. The and, book Sapiens. Yeah. That's yeah, his thing. That's his. And he just, he has this real like look on humanity. Like we're, we're just going to be an uh, obsolete, this like uh, speck in time. And, and, but the, the ultra elite, they're going to, they're going to survive this and they're going to be able to use the robotics for their, for their good. But this guy went up there and did this big crazy speech and Angela Merkel and uh, Christine Lagarde, the head of the world bank are up there standing, giving o ovations. And I'm just looking at them like, these are the people who want to kill humanity. And then uh, fast forward, we did that movie and uh, you know, that really gave the foundation of why we're in this mess. And it's all about uh, Thomas Malthus. 
and he, he he'll fill you in with who who this guy is. Okay, before we get to that, how mm-hmm. the fuck are you at Davos? So I was with this news company that just got credentialed for look. I think that God puts me in a lot of places just for just the grace of God that he he allowed someone to go in there and, and cover it and, and and know what was going on right who 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 wasn't there just uh, uh, writing articles or reporting on uh, their their what they wanted to to get out of it right and. Yeah. So at that same time, I was going to these uh, these trade shows. They're called World Mo- Mobile Congress, and these are huge. It's Shanghai, Barcelona, and in the front they show you all the gadgets: five G, this phone, blah blah blah. But when you go back and you have that VIP pass to go back, you're you're seeing all the SDGs, those sustainable goals that you see, the 17 sustainable goals that uh, the UN are pushing, WEF's pushing. You'll see it. It's like a circle of multicolored. And they have things like no more poverty, no hunger, like all this bullshit that like is unattainable. But what it is is to give you that carrot so you're like, I like no poverty. I like no hunger, but they're they're going to grip you and put you in their in their vice because the whole thing about it is about how they're going to regulate the world. We're, we're no longer sovereign nations, my friend. We are one. There's a push for one world government and we hear it and it's almost like a meme, but it's real, bro. They are trying to have a unified global governance. Yes, just like Alex Jones been saying, right, bro? I just heard a clip from him from two thousand two, yes. and and you you know it, you know Alex well, and I've Hold been on, a fan me, of him. Let me, let me send this to you really quick. I'm gonna send. We're gonna play that clip right now because I think that's the clip that uh, it's the clip that um, you Kyrie, it all Irving, out like Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is getting blasted for. Oh, something. really? Oh, you didn't know about that? Oh, I know about Kyrie because you t- you no, can't no, touch I, the third rail, bro. I just sent you mine is mine is I edited it and all nice at the end and everything. Um, yeah, I think this is the video that Kyrie. It's in a black background. Yes. And like Alex Jones looks like he's, you know, 32. Yeah, dude, he was on it back then, you know, and and look, fame always gets everybody and makes them a character of themselves, you know? And, but man, what, what I love about Alex is look, the Sandy Hook thing was like, that's just, that was just a foot in there. Get him for all the years he's been doing the, the globalist dirty. That was a way they could get in there and just really stick it to them. And, um, yeah. but that, that, that video is so prophetic, man. Yes. Yes. I mean, him, I, Bill Cooper, uh, uh, David, uh, uh Ike. I mean, all the of the crazy guys. thing about the crazy thing about Alex Jones is the, um, the new world order you would agree is, uh, it comes in from the left, right? It's easier to, it's just like Ronald Reagan said, it's going to, if fascism takes hold, it's going to come in through the left. Cause you know, it's pretty obvious, like it's easier to co- corrupt leftists than it is right wing. Although a lot of right wing motherfuckers are corrupt, but when you're coming from a party that's, you know, for family values and for yeah. changes, it's a little bit harder. You could still yeah. get them. Because when you take God out of it, it's easy because they oh want to be God. their own God. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. The if you believe no in a higher power, you you not care what that governor said. You don't care what that president said. You have you're beholden to one thing: your your belief in God, right? Yeah. So that's why you see in any kind of leftist movement, they they, they ask any kind of religion out the picture sam Tripley and i are coming to your town catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy follow me on instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night february 24th 
We'll be in Spokane, Washington. February 25th, we'll be in Tacoma, Washington. Go to samtriply.com for more information and to buy your tickets. See you on the road. In the beginning, um, you know, the Alex Jones reign, I mean, he was around during the Bill Clinton reign and he did go after the Clintons, but when George W. took hold, he fucking went balls deep after him so so the liberals were all like okay they liked alex jones they brought him to hollywood and tried yeah. to get him try to get him shows he talks about it he goes they loved him like oh just they they loved the fact that he was going after uh, the right wing yeah. and then when obama took over and he started going after obama they're like fuck this motherfucker <laughs> fuck this guy so it's, yeah. it's a trip the the path um, Alex Jones is taking it. And I mean, it, it, someone asked me, I did the stand-up comedy show where the premise, it's called uh, Stand Up on the Spot. And the premise is you, you can't go on stage with any uh, prearranged material. People yeah. just shout shit out from the audience and you have to riff on it. It's like improv. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and um, some guy goes, Alex Jones. And it was right after they fined him for like 45 million, right? But the day before- I think it was before, one trillion. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but this was early. This was before, oh, yeah, they, yeah. This was before they went into the billions. <laughs> at first, if you remember the timeline, at first they got him for 4 million. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's fucking a lot. Four fucking yeah. million. God yeah, in Texas it. where it's like capped off where, but they got- yeah, And then good. the next day, the next day they go, you know what? 45 more million. So they asked me, they said, Alex Jones. I'm like, dude, first it was 4 million. Now that today it's 45 million. I'm like, I better shut the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Holy shit. Jeez, now, now it's a billion. <clears throat> yeah. It's, ridiculous. it's crazy because once they come after speech, it's game over. Yeah. It, it is play, game play over. Here we go. Yeah, that's it. Facts and common sense are in. Yes, there have been corrupt empires. Yes, they manipulate. Yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there have been oligarchies throughout history. And yes, today in 2002, there is a tyrannical organization calling itself the New World Order, Crazy. pushing for worldwide government, a cashless society, open borders, total and complete tyranny, where human beings are absolutely worthless. There's six and a quarter plus billion of us, and the globalists have said it many times. There's too many of us. We're causing a problem. Uh, we need to be culled at the tune of 80%. It's amazing to talk about that, but it's the globalists, the UN, their own public statements, and they've convinced a lot of liberals and elitist conservatives and others uh, that by going along with this, that we're intelligent members of society. It's the ultimate Malthus world view. It is uh, this radical, virulent form uh, of social Darwinism. It's the excuse of tyrants. And by creating open borders where there's no national sovereignty and only global bodies that control all the resources, by centralizing and socializing health care, the state becomes God, basically, when it comes to your health. And then by releasing diseases and viruses and plagues upon us. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will, and we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations credible. can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill so the promise peaceful. and vision of the UN's founders. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. 
<laughs> Alex They're Jones has it. talked about it, and then yeah. boom, proof right after that. It, it's not, but the, the crazy thing, the game hadn't changed, bro. It's so crazy that he brings up Malthus. That was the primary thing. So when we're making a movie here, uh, it's just Matt and I. You're looking at the entire crew behind that trailer, behind the whole film. The research, everything. Editing. You guys are the cameramen too? Everything. The, the sound guy? Eddie, there isn't another person involved. <laughs> the, who's who's getting y'all's coffee, man? <laughs> you gotta have, like, you gotta have yeah. one dude. You gotta have one dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll do anything. Yeah. Just, I'll, I mean, I'll pick up cups <laughs> and pick up trash for you guys. Yeah, there's people in the organization, and they're they're all um, very selfless. So if we ever need anything, they're right there. But yeah. the point that I was making is, from a technical standpoint, it's just Matt and I, and Matt will, I mean, at least five times per movie, turn to me and be like, "Are we really giving them anything new?" Are we? Are we actually? Because I've been, I've been in like inundated with this for a yeah. long time, and, and it's so hard to see like what are you making when you're the one making it. And I told him the two things that we are bringing to this documentary that nobody else has seen before. The two primary things: first, is we're the only ones who are are actually showing the lineage, the ideological lineage mm. of Thomas Malthus. Who's no, that? Break him down. So, yeah, break right. this dude down. If you watch, oh, I got uh, a video you want to play. You want to hear from it? I got a clip. You guys, you guys can, you guys can share. Uh, run, uh, run no population sh- clip four. Yeah, check this out. Damn, that was quick. Yeah, my boy's on it. Boom. God, do you hear it? I can't hear it though. He's got. We no, can't hear it, buddy. Oh man, we we're about to blow him up, and then he fucked up with the audio. Right, I'll cut it. Cut it. Cut no, the we, clip. We got, dude, we got, we could go. I yeah. Mean, so yeah. go ahead and tell him what's up. So, you know, Matt's asking, what are we bringing to the table? It's new. So if you watch. No, that guy, um, you, were, you were about to break down this guy. I, yeah. I, what was yeah. His name? If you watch um, uh, Vaxxed, Vax 2, Plandemic, uh, Safe, and, Safe effective. and Effective, Second Opinion, if you watch any of these documentaries, they go into the, the data about why these shots are bad. And that's very important. And people need to know that. But. Nobody talks about why in the world they would want to call the population. And this goes all the way back uh, to the late 1700s to a guy named uh, Thomas Malthus, who was a, a demographer. He was a priest and a demographer. And he was the second guy to come up with the idea that there's too many people and not enough stuff. There's too much, not enough resources. We're going to overpopulate. And yeah. he said that when, you, when your population increases, it does so exponentially. But your resources increase linearly. And so at that at that juncture, then you automatically get war, you get famine, you get disease, things start breaking climate down. Climate change. I mean, this is how they they use it. So the the moral and humane thing to do then is to curtail the population before you get to the point where everything falls apart. And that lineage, that ideological lineage, is exactly where all of the elites currently. Get their mentality from. When you see a Bill Gates and he's in that in that chart and the thing, he's like, "When the the population looks like this, and it's yeah, a little scary." Yeah. That's a Malthusian graph. That's what he's using. Uh, in our last film, the the, the 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 Club of Rome, they were kind of like the first ones on the block to really start. Like, how are we going to uh, come up with a plan uh, where we use the world together to 
get the, the population down. Basically, that's what their goal was. I mean, you say it bl- uh, this blatantly. Their goal was to get the population out. This guy, Aurelio Peche, he was kind of the, the founder. And uh, who was the banker? Alexander King. Yeah, Alexander King. Dude, these guys are lethal. They 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 have just no soul to them. And they, they had, MIT was in on it, and they got this computer formulation, and this dude's on there talking about uh, when the world like this, and the computer said, we're going to all be dead by 2030. Dude, they believe this stuff. These models, they've been pushing these models. They love models. So obviously Inconvenient Truth pushed a bunch of climate models, but uh, after Event 201, they hired a guy very specifically to model what would happen if this uh, coronavirus was released. This is before there was actually a coronavirus. And he said 65 million people globally will die. Yeah. And there was a big article about it and everybody started sharing it and the mainstream media shared it. And then, of course, when COVID happened, they used that as like, a, oh, well, you don't want 65 million people to die. Like, we got to take this yeah, seriously. And they just pumped that fear. The, the thing that the way they were successful on this, which they really weren't successful with the anthrax thing, where it was dark winter. You hear Bill Gates talk about dark winter was another one of these scenarios. And they had that cheesy, like new fake newscast. But the Internet wasn't around. So you couldn't pump that fear. We do you you pump that fear and it spreads like wildfire now. You got grandma tweeting, have you seen this? Hey, we're gonna die. I need to get that jab in me. You know, the the way they, they could slight that fire of fear yeah. we've never seen before. So that's where that's why they were so successful with this one. I like your old lady voice. Uh, <laughs> that's that there should be a word for that like it should be like bad it should be like el elderist that's elderist that's, that's yeah, dude, oldest. i'm such an elderist dude, I'm, I'm bad i'm, I'm a, i need to get like you yeah. get five hundred thousand dollars to, to the to aarp yeah. <laughs> you would think you would think old people would be fucking smart as shit you would think after fucking decades and decades of being lied to you'd finally figure it out right you'd but, think but so no. but you would think no so. no okay no. eddie the greatest the greatest generation is brain dead if you go back and you watch uh, videos of uh, DDT on YouTube and then like driving up down the street and spraying everyone with DDT, yeah. dude, read the YouTube comments. The YouTube comments are people of that generation saying, me and my friends used to run behind the truck until the DDT was dripping down our arms and DDT. we had to use a hose to get it out of our eyes. And they're like, it was so fun. And I'm thinking like your parents... Well, they just believed retarded. everything. Like they didn't think that the the gas car. <laughs> like, don't go up by the gas car, Johnny. Bro, they just like John, you fell down, take a Marlboro, son. You get back up and like, yeah, dude. I think that they just believed the government. The yeah. government would hurt them. The gut, and then they they throw that you know the greatest generation out. Look, I'm not dissing the old people, but they fought a war they shouldn't have fought. They they died yeah. in wars they shouldn't have died in. The gullibility uh, goes back like 150 years yeah, bro, at least. Uh, at least Hitler wasn't coming over here. That was like that. That whenever you know that and learn that all these wars and everything are just plans of the elite. Like the same 15 people. And, 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 and you, dude, have you heard of a guy named Eustace Mullins? No. Oh, you get bro, bro, Eddie. Uh, if you get anything from this interview, go on YouTube, listen to this guy. He he wrote these books called New World New World Order something something. He wrote a book called Murder by Injections. 
like that lays out the whole medical industry and, and 86 1986 what's so awesome about this dude was uh this guy ezra pound hired him like in the 30s or something 40s to see uh, uh to uh get information about the federal reserve like where did this come from who's behind it and he goes into the library of congress and just starts just got feeding information and he just starts figuring it out who are the players who's these banking systems and it all comes back to the rothschilds and that is almost a meme now. You say the Rothschilds are like, oh, yes. No, but it is. It really is. And then you you look at these people like the Pilgrim Society. Dude, the thing that's so awesome about we do, what we do, we get to go down all these rabbit holes and we start research. And this, we just dive in. And the truth is there if you want to get dirty and get, and get jump in that hole. You will find the truth. You just got to look into it. Because the, 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 the mainstream media, of course, but the schooling system, it's all... It's a takeover. They've been lying to us, lying to our kids. I have to take my kids don't go to a, a, a public school. Hell no. But he, he goes to a church school two days a week. And even there, I have to like reprogram. Well, what did they tell you? Oh, they tell you the, the, the world was around. And I was like, well, let's take it back. Let's look about that. And I still have to reeducate him because some things the lie is so deep. George Washington did not chop down an apple tree. He had a Masonic, you know, apron on if he did. And, uh, you know, he dude, that guy was the highest uh, uh, 33 degree Freemason that all Freemasons revere. They love that guy. That ain't in your, your, your uh, history 101 book, you know? There is... Um... Some, I mean, on the George Washington Monument in Washington D.C., is, isn't there like a Freemason little plaque? Bro, of course. they're I mean, typing George Washington DC. Mason. He's on a Balfamet statue, bro. Yeah, uh, like straight doing, up doing this with the book. Dude, you, do you have a Jamie you on know, your, you your know, show? Do you know that he wasn't the first president? Oh, probably. I mean, yeah, Whoa, you know, wait, he was. What? He was the tenth president. Really? Okay. They had a, I think you were second. They had a bunch of presidents before him. Really? They made him the first when they kind of figured out what they, where that, what they were going to do. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know where I heard that from? Heard Who that from that? Prince. Prince oh, was in a Prince, Prince interview. Was... There was a Prince interview, and he was like, when you find out that George Washington wasn't the first president, then you start to question everything. Like, There's the Balfamet one. Go up to the left, to up, to the left. Yeah, right there, right there, there. Yeah. Look at that. Bro, that's a Balfamet statue. Oh, that, that. Right there. Click on that one. That big, that, that, that one. Look that's that. Balfamet, bro. Yeah. So now if you look up um, Alistair Crowley's drawing yeah. of Balfamet, it's... No, it's, it's very... not Alistair. It's another dude. But yeah. Oh. Um, Ephraim? It's, it's, it's a Jewish Eliphas. dude. Yeah. 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 So what is, what, is, what is George... What is... What is George Washington's claim to fame? Just as he was the first president, he, I he, think, he fought some war. Was it the revolution? Like what? Yeah, yeah. What he he fought shit? the he fought the British, bro. My my thought on this, and I haven't done a lot of uh, like really investigation, but I believe that whole Revolutionary War was a made up thing, just like everything else, and it was to kill all the Puritans and all the real Christians that came over and really wanted to you know have a new land because they want to get away from the king, and then they start seeing all this resources here. Dude, the Rothschilds are the ones who divided the United States. They wanted to break it up. So they went in there and they, and they worked with France and they, to divide the, the United States. That's how we got the Civil War. Bro, the Roth, dude, Eustace Mullins, that book, New World Order, 
something, something. I think that's chapter three. He talks about all the dude, this guy breaks it down. You just got to look at like who, who owned the slave ships, whose idea was it to like bring this entire thing in and like, have you guys heard of John Levi? John Levi. No. Uh, Damn, you guys about to go down a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. All right. John Levi. John Levi, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Oh, he's alive. Oh, oh yeah. John, John Levi, dude, man, he's breaking down the 1800s, dog. Yeah, yeah, it, that's my next it, one. It, it looks like the 1800s. I don't know shit. I'm just a, I'm just <laughs> okay, a Mexican Okay, well, Eddie, stoner. you will have watched. I'm just a that. Mexican stoner, but it's looking like. There was a, Bro, a, a yeah. it looks like there's it doesn't take us 5000 years to discover elect, electrical power. Okay, it, so it I was going to ask you have you seen years. uh getting, the lost that, history of flat earth? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. that was for me the the first my, my primary introduction into like the idea that uh, history as we know it and technology as we know it is way the hell older. Yeah. And it's what, like 250 years ago, they made it seem like this was like, oh, the eight, look at Dude, check yeah. this out. They're like, Benjamin Franklin had a balloon. And, and like, yeah. yeah. Take that yeah. and shove it up your ass, kids. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. They, want, they want everyone to focus on the pyramids. Like, ooh, the pyramids, were they built 10,000 years ago? Or was it 30,000 years ago? Did aliens build them or did slaves build them? They want people focused on that because yeah. there's, th that is, the pyramids are incredible and all that shit. And they're like all shiny and stuff. I didn't realize there's that. A, like, there's like, a lot of levels. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of levels. Yeah. There's a lot of structures all over the world that are uh, uh, insane to build. Sunday, December 18th from Cancun, Mexico. Witness the first ever Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds Team Duel. Teams chose their five best lightweights to represent them in the premier Combat Jiu-Jitsu Tournament, all looking to win the $50,000 grand prize featuring 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu with CJJ Worlds Featherweight Champion Keith Krikorian, EBI CJJ Champion Ben Eddy, and Nathan Orchard. Team Jiu-Jitsu with CJJ World's lightweight champion, Ethan Krellison, Nick Ronan, Kieran Kitchuk, oh, and Damian Anderson. Team Alpha Male with Dustin Akbari, Trent Ebarb, Chad Mendes, and Sonia Dong. Plus, the super fight we've all been waiting for between CJJ World's Bantamweight Champion, Elias Anderson. Elias Anderson! And the UFC legend making his combat jiu-jitsu debut, Uriah Faber. Which team will take home the money and the gold? Don't miss this historical night, Sunday, December 18th, live and exclusive on UFC Fight Pass especially during the 1800s when we had horse and buggy uh, technology. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. There's, the power there's, there's, some, there's castles. Yeah. yeah. Insane castles that we People think you, oh, a castle, we could build it today if we wanted to. Yeah. You'd think that. You would think like a castle because they got us on the pyramids. The pyramids, yeah. maybe we could build it, maybe we can't. So the, maybe we can, the pyramids. But dude, what about <laughs> fucking castles, dog? There's structures in every city. Yeah. We can't even build now. 
Yes. Well, you think you can. Like, oh, here we go. Hey. Shit hey. all over the place. They, they want they want you to not to focus Ford, on the castle. Not, and not, they want you to focus on the pyramids, not this shit. This Check shit, this you out. can't do this today. When you, you go into that, that, the seismatics, dude. When you start looking at seismatics, Cymatic. it, what is it called? Cymatics. Cymatics. See, he, 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 he's the one who corrects all my uh, my verbiage because, bro, I used to throw raves in, in the 90s and I <laughs> I used to have a warehouse and sold nitrous and stuff and like, you know, like and all everything else. So I'm, I'm a bit a little fogged up from there, but it did open my mind to a lot of things. But dude, cymatics? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Dude, that blew me away bro yeah that's what that's what this that these structures are here like a church yeah, isn't a yeah, church for sure not what i'm saying is aliens did not build those i'm not saying aliens no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Built them. i'm just saying motherfuckers and horse and buggy technology yeah. did not build that shit yeah if you're telling me that the power drill the very first power drill was developed in the 1840s and then notre dame exists yeah yeah there's there's a exactly exactly so then there's there is um evidence that uh there were some steam powered uh stone cutting machines yeah bro this is called technology this is what happened this there was but john levi hold on john levi goes into yeah maybe there was some steam powered shit that uh-huh. could cut stone but when you look at the timeline like there's this castle this tremendous castle mm. that was built um in like 1890 uh-huh. an hour drive south of salt lake city there was nothing this was like the fucking really? gold rush this was the gold rush it was cowboys and fucking indians yeah and they built a fucking castle <laughs> an hour south which is like on a on a uh, uh, um, a wagon. Yeah, that's like fucking half the day. <laughs> and they, and they built a fucking castle. Yeah, what they, they build it out of? What's it built out of? Powered fucking stone cutters. What you is, know, it, so, is it? Is it is it uh, Like what are they? What's the structure built out of? Dude, like just crazy ass stone, just uh, like limestone yeah. and yeah. granite yeah. and all this shit. And yes, maybe you could cut some shit. Back then, maybe they did have some steam power. But not that precise. Why would you? Why would you build a castle in the middle yeah. of fucking nowhere? And you know what it is now? It's like an insane asylum. They make <laughs> castles, dude. There's castles all over the world, dude. They're yeah. all over the world. How they? How the fuck they build them? If we discovered electricity in in the turn of the century, how, but we have to look at like they're strategically put, man, because there are openings to other realms. That is a hundred percent. There's these open doors to these in the yep. Bible. Like I'm a Christian. I have a Christian, I have a biblical worldview of that, right? And you you read the book of Joshua and Enoch, they're talking about like heaven's opening up, coming down. Dude, Mount Hermon is where the, the watchers came and gave uh, uh, all the technology to all these kids. And the, the demons have names of who, like Azur and Azul and what they gave, you know, humans. Bro, the uh, United Nations has a base on top of Mount Hermon. Look it up. It's the highest base, elevated base that you would have. They just put it on Mount Hermon for a reason. In the yeah. middle of nowhere, Turkey. Yeah, dude. Why? There, there's all, dude. There's so much shit, dude. That John Levi covers, dude. There's dude, John so Levi. John Levi, dude. He, yeah. he, man. Um, we gave you Eustace Mullins, and then the next time we're gonna do a book report. You do that on that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go do an interview with John Levi. Yeah, and there's a there's a, there's quite a few guys like John Levi, and they just spend their days just going over 
all these structures that were built in the 1800s in the middle yeah. of fucking nowhere. That's yeah. how deep he goes 1800s. And that's, yeah. and, and he's finding all that. Yeah. I mean, that is but, insane. But, but really there, the, if you go to Google and you, you punch in the names of these structures, the yeah. names of these castles, there is a biography. They, they have, yeah. they got somebody, they yeah. got somebody to, okay, make up the story. When was yeah. it built? They, <laughs> because they give you, the, and it doesn't jive. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, there's structures in San Francisco built in the 1800s. It, there's no way they built that with horse and buggy and some steam shit. <laughs> well, and there's some shit in Seattle. Seattle's yeah. even further. Seattle's what? even further. The, it's looking like there was highly advanced humans all over this plane. They just yeah. go through resets, giant resets, dude. Yeah. And what they do is when they do, when the, the controllers decide on another reset, they fucking destroy yep. most of the shit, but they don't destroy all of it. And there's evidence, dude, it doesn't take 10,000 years for humans to discover electric power. They discover it really quick and then they destroy it and then they build it again. It's like, dude, dude, the wild west, cowboys and Indians, that might be some fake ass history, dude. Cowboys and Indians. Think about how big that genre is. The Western spaghetti westerns. You go to well, look, Berry we have a president who went out there and like explored the unknown, and there was like he come back. Uh, Teddy bullshit. Roosevelt. Wild. Yeah. It's looking. It's looking. I don't know shit. I don't know nothing for sure. Gun to my head. Wild yeah. West was bullshit. Wild West. Wild <laughs> okay, West. Think about like, like the Louisiana Purchase. Think about Lewis and Clark. Think about all these things that they they're peddling, right? And I was recently wondering about the gold rush, right? Because gold is yeah. not gold. Okay, gold is a shiny rock, and we're thinking that like we risked our lives to like go and just yeah. Why did they give it worth? What made uh -huh. gold? What made it worthy? You cannot you know? make tools. Yeah. Right. It's you. you it's not. It's has no utility. But you can make badass bracelets. You can make bracelets, right? You can make jewelry out of it. It's nice. It's fancy. All it has is aesthetic value, unless it has another value that we're not too clear on right now. Yeah, and then, it might have something to do with um, it's it's uh, you could bend it and it's malleable. Malleable. It, like I thought there's like good, energy like you need it for electronics. It. Like you need it for electronics. It's like copper and like silver. Don't like they need it for like industry. No, right? Yeah, there's for, some thirst for it well, that entities need. I think it is if a you, trip. It is a fucking trip that gold is God, right? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. And it's always been. That, yeah, it's, and if you it, all the stories, the conquistadors, yeah, the yeah, yeah, it's all about gold. Montezuma's yeah, fucking it is revenge. temples and stuff. But if you look at uh, that lost history of flat Earth and whatnot, they do talk about why like mercury and particular metals are important to those the physical structures that we now call churches and whatnot yeah, yeah. so th th i definitely think it had a utility more to do with technology yeah maybe maybe it has something to do with harnessing um power yeah like, Oregon, like, what, 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 all that. what people are guessing these structures these these structures that are all over the fucking world that look they, they're all similar whether it's vietnam russia the middle east united states they're looking like they're they're built from stone that conduct electricity did you know bricks conduct electricity did you know that? you know elon musk you know it has a, a, a yeah elon musk has a um article about red bricks being able to store uh electric power exactly so the speculation is that all these crazy ass structures that are built with brick and 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 um brick we know conducts electricity just like you said but maybe other stone does too in different ways or whatever better or worse or well we gotta look at those like look at those cathedrals and that cymatics when yes. that you ever see that video that lady goes in and records it and plays it back 
and the the signal that is played back is the exact same as the stained glass. Yeah, bro. So yeah, she takes so, so something about these structures are maybe and John Levi he guesses like nobody knows nothing. We don't know shit. Yeah, we're guessing like damn, these are po- probably power structures. Could they be probably like churches. How does it replicate the exact stained glass mirror uh, in, in in sound waves? Yeah. So what? I've been wondering if these resets are happening every like roughly 250 years. Yes. You know, it's said that 250 years is the length of an empire. Like these yeah. cycles. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it seems to me like we're coming up on one and these shots, man, that was like the creme de la creme of reset tech. Way to bring it back, bro. You see how it's you called callback. Callback, yeah. right. Dude, I'm <laughs> they fucked up bro, though. They fucked when, up though, right? When you watch, no, no, no. They didn't because they guess did. what? 70% of these dummies put this thing in their their arm and they're going to, and Biden said, get one every single year. Yeah, they didn't oh. fuck up. They, they if you run the numbers, man, they're going to hit the number that they want. Like Sigma. And, 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 and that you is think the great reset's going to beat the great awakening. You think so? No, it's, uh, it'll probably be simultaneous. And I think yeah. great awakenings and great resets happen at the same time, because what you have are a very, very small group of people who know what happened that make it through to each cycle. I think Tesla was one of the people who ha- like was aware of the previous generation's technology and tried to bring it forward. And what they do to them. Right. They so worked them. There are, no, there no, are no, tiny remnants. Do you want me to trip you out right now with Tesla? Do it. I'm gonna trip you out. Um, I'm gonna be I, sad. Again, yes, no. Yes, because I was no, all about Tesla. Oh. I was all about Tesla. Te- okay. Tesla could be fake. And let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. I don't know nothing. I don't yeah. know shit. I was balls yeah. deep in Tesla and and no homo. Okay. Um. If in the 1800s they already had these free energy structures, they already had free energy. Then what is Tesla talking about? He's going to give us free energy about. We already had it. Okay, that's so, actually so, a really so, good point. Yeah, but maybe so, no, no, hold on. He, let me finish. Yeah, let, me finish. let me finish. So if he let's let's just speculate that there mm-hmm. that all these structures all over the world were free energy structures, right? Yeah. They all have fucking uh, uh, spires. They all have like all of them have like these spires. Like they, it looks like like fucking like uh, lightning rods. Anyways, so if, like if, if if we already had free energy. Then why was Tesla saying that he was going to give the world free energy with this new shit, his new invention? There are no audio recordings of the smartest guy that's ever lived. There's not one fucking seminar. When did he die? Not one, when did he die? 1947. Oh, shit. We don't got nothing from him? Nothing. What? Nothing. There's no, there's nothing. He could be real. He could I've be seen real. pictures so, of him. So this is, seen pictures. If, if, they want, if they want, if they want to bury the past, we need to make it fucking wild west in the 1800s, no free, no free energy. Then it would make sense to mm. have Tom, Thomas Edison and this guy who's going to give us free energy. But Thomas Edison stole his ideas and then he died penniless and saying he almost gave us free energy. Then what is it? All the conspiracy theorists go, we almost had free energy. We could have had free energy, but they fucking they, they robbed him and he died penniless and saying. Meanwhile, the controllers are like, they're going, yes, that's sad. Maybe that's sad. Thomas. So who? So for you, who are Doesn't the that controllers? Doesn't that, who are the controllers? Mission accomplished. Isn't that mission accomplished? Right. Yeah. Who are the controllers for you? It was a distraction. Huh? If, who, who are the controllers? 
when you think got to be uh you know a combo of it can't be all one fucking thing is there the chinese are like fuck you we're gonna do it this way it's a bunch of cartels i this yeah. is my guess it's a bunch of cartels uh, santos bonacci he's a fucking master of illuminati he says it's the orsini family is the the most powerful family they're like vatican connections and all that shit orsini in it in italy they're the most powerful and then the rothschilds and the rockefellers and all that shit so it's definitely them you know i never heard of orsini before uh, i've never heard of him i, I never heard him but then i looked up there can you google orsini illuminati maybe go on on duck duck go and find something better but yeah you think that they always have a patsy right in all their plans so i maybe think that- bill gates i think bill gates jeff bezos um uh elon musk i think all those dudes i think they're they're not they're, they're still two levels above them oh dude at least at least airtime yeah you're not the top of the you top. don't know the name yeah. of the people actually yeah, they're not the stupid string. i want that upper body clinch that's what i'm i'm going after with the underhook Looking for double underhooks. Fucking, that's a juicy ass clench. Perfect double underhooks. You're on your side, boom. That's all perfect. That's huge. And my game, for me, I'm like, I've got this one. First fight in Abu Dhabi 2003 against Gustavo Dantas. I got right in and got double, perfect double underhooks. I'm like, oh my God, I had him in a lockdown, perfect double under, really quick. He just gave it to me. I'm like, and I was just sitting there going, oh my God, he just gave it to me. That was just off the front headlock, 100%. Push into him, you wanna smash him, and then jump on that leg. You wanna rush him, so they don't have a, so they're off balance, you jump on that leg, try to, you hook that leg, you're gonna take their back or put them in the truck, either one. Does that make sense? It's just like, you know, I always wondered, like, I always wondered, like, why, why do the guys Mm. that, finance all these hollywood movies why don't they ever put themselves in the fucking movie they could easily say i'm gonna be a fucking just a side character like the guys yeah. that are funding it they never put themselves in the movies there for you know sure why? is because they players. know it's a fucking trick they, they, they know they, fame is death oh, fame, fame is death. yeah yeah because yeah. you can get ridiculed and everything you can get put on this whatever the thing is there's no doubt who's pu- who, who who's pushing the the, the chess the 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 pieces on the board and these are the people the banking cartels and the, the the pharmaceutical cartels and there are families above that like that that are pushing the there's no doubt the rothschilds have have their toes in about everything but are they the main ones are the, is there someone above them you you would have to think so okay so right here it says um known as the italian black nobility that oh, sounds yeah, that nobility. sounds pretty hardcore right i don't know yeah. exactly what that means but that sounds based on my research that sounds pretty uh illuminati that black cartel, Your, bro. the black the italian black nobility i wouldn't fuck with them are you <laughs> kidding i was shut my fucking ass up and the, the orsini family of rome were descendants of the julio claudian family and one of the most influential lineages in medieval Italy. Members of the Orsini family include three popes. Damn, that's power. 34 oh, cardinals, wow. damn. Yeah. Numerous condorority, whatever the fuck that means, and many other significant political and religious figures. Yeah, they're pretty powerful. If they got a few popes in their family, if you got one fucking pope in your family, 
<laughs> yeah, how many you people one, do you, you know? You got one pope. You're going to all the parties, dude. You're Eustace on- Mullins. Eustace Mullins breaks it down how how the Rothschilds put in a pope. Um, the, 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 this this when we were doing our research for that last film, uh, and the reason we called the last film is because we got sued for that film because of the people we made it for. So uh, we don't want to open up another lawsuit. But that film is one of the the best synthesis. Uh, I'll give you the film name. The greatest reset. You watch that film, you find it. It gives the greatest synthesis of what happened to get us to the vaccine. In that we. Uh, Dude, we talk. If we're gonna talk about Catholic stuff, we go talk to Catholics. We we got an interview with Arch uh, 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 Archbishop Vigano. You know that dude. You know Vigano, the guy. Uh he sounds familiar. So he he's the guy who wrote familiar. President Trump and told him that there's this evil cabal who's coming. Oh, shit. to Is it possible that there's some a good fucking pope? Yeah. Well, he was an Archbishop, right? Well, that no, even, there's not a good pope. <laughs> there's not think, a good pope anymore. Think, 20 levels down from the Pope would be completely that you can't have like 15% good people. They would get eaten up by the bad people. This dude's in hiding, bro. He was the emissary to the, to the uh, the United Nations from the Vatican. This dude was high level. And he was pretending, he was pretending to be like one of them, but really he was trying to, he he saw the child rape. That's where he got, that's when he started coming out a lot. When he started seeing all these kids getting raped. He He said, I know where the bodies are buried. (laughs) And then then Francis was like, get the hell out of here. He was probably like, he was probably like, Dude, I just wanted to fuck him. I didn't want to fucking kill him, dude. You guys went too far. You so this gonna, dude, you guys this was too far. This was one of the good guys. He wrote. President Trump said, "There's a there's a dark cabal who's trying to take you down." Now he went into hiding because there we got some questions to him. And dude, th- these guys told us about this uh, thing called the Alta Vendita, and this was a, a group in Italy called the Carbonari. They're a Freemason group, a branch that was formed by one of the Rothschilds in Italy. So, um, so the, the Rothschilds broke off into different sections, so they could own all the banking systems in France, Italy, uh, England, America. Did the Rothschilds come from the Vatican? They, no, no, no. They came from England. Rothschilds oh, came and, from England. Well, that's where they like. The, uh, what's what's his name? I forgot the dad. The dad came up and kind of spread out. Wasn't it Germany? Then they moved to England and formed that. I believe. So uh, yeah, they're yeah. Rothschilds is German. So okay. uh, oh, you're right. And you know what? I think Rothschild means um, red, like red, red flag. Coat. Yeah, red flag. So check this out. This Carbonari group, they uh, they said they had this thing called the Alta Vendita. You can look it up. It's they, they, it's an intercepted letter from this group that was going to show how to systematically take over the Catholic Church, and they did it like real gangster about like, hey, you can't just go take over the Pope, right? You got to do it from inside, and then we will elect yep. our own Pope. The Bro. seminarians, and they did it. So that letter was intercepted by Leo the Tenth, right? One of his men intercepted it, and when you watch this film i sent you uh the uh, link to that film so you can see it oh it's so, still up i thought you guys uh, no no it is it is but uh check your twitter rumble? In, inbox rumble uh rumble i found i found a copy on odyssey but i don't want to give the the where the the people okay, put it okay I get but it. um so in that they intercept this letter the ulta vendita and they said we were going to take over the papacy by inside by and this is not a 10-year 20-year plan this is a 200-year plan and then fast forward 200 years what do you got 
Pope Francis, and he's a globalist ushering in the Agenda 2030. Bro, everything of this, where we're living in now, is aimed for uh, 2030. They've been talking it since the UN, from the United Nations, uh, uh, Agenda 21. Agenda 21 was to set the grid, and they achieved that. Now they're implementing the, 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 the takeover into the fourth industrial revolution. Klaus Schwab wrote a book after he wrote COVID-19, The Greatest Reset. Six months into the, great, the, the COVID pandemic, he has a book published, 400-page book, that's saying how great this thing is and how we're going to utilize it. His next book, his other book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, is about, and quoting him, this one's about you and me, how we're going to change. So what is a rev industrial revolution? Well, it's where the whole world is utilized by whatever that mechanism is. So you had the wheel, you have uh, the, the second industrial revolution where uh, there was uniformity and bolts and screws and everything. And so you could have production ramp up. The third one was technology, computer, all that. Now we're in the fourth one and it's about me and you. And boy, they believe in this. They don't want to die. They're scared of death. They, they want to live forever. But at the same time, robotics, uh, all this uh, uh, driverless cars, bro, we're just going to be useless feeders. And that's what they call us. They call us cattle. And their job is to get rid of coal, the population. And what, what we see in our latest film, they're on track to hit that number. The Georgia Guidestones literally put it up there in nine different languages. We want the world population up 500 million. In perpetual balance with nature. And look, if you do, if, if you follow in our film, if you look at these, the graph of where they're at, they're going to hit that number, bro. With 70 plus percent of the population taking the shot. Just, do you want to hear, Eddie, something that we, we really can't include in the film? Yes. We can't include this because it will be dismissed as hyperbole. Yeah, like you're just trying to be sensational. All right. So we're not going to put what I'm about to tell you in the film. Well, the film's done. It's too late. Uh, uh, no. no, it's not. <laughs> oh, really? You guys can do last minute editing? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to be. It's right there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, uh, okay, give me the director's cut. All right, yeah. so uh, we got a whistleblower and an OBGYN um, to discuss with us. An OBG, what is that again? Obstetrician and gynecologist. They just okay. childbirth and fertility but, but and stuff. With the most messed up cases. He's like a trauma, like this guy. He's, dude, when we talk to people, we talk to, if I'm going to talk about jujitsu, I'm going to Eddie Bravo, okay? Hell That's yeah. who I'm going to go to. I talk, we talk to the highest level in their field because we're just some dumbass filmmakers. Yeah, we don't know anything. But when they, when they come shooting arrows at us, you got to go talk to this OBGYN or this Catholic guy because yeah. they're the experts. So this guy has been doing it for 43 years and he explained that uh, stillbirths which is uh, an intrauterine intrauterine fetal demise happens post 20 weeks and the average the national average in the united states is between five and six a little closer to six right? per quarter per quarter all right so that means no per year oh per it's, year it's two, yeah. two to three every quarter so per year you get about six per thousand deliveries in uh, this whistleblower said that in August they had 22. Dude. Okay. So that puts the average at a 40 standard deviation increase 
in just one hospital. And then he starts talking about uh, Waterloo, Canada, and Vancouver, and British Columbia. And then we have a clip in Hungary where well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. the minimum is 40 sigma. The maximum that we're seeing is actually about 320 sigma increase. So now, for perspective, tell them what a 10 sigma is. Uh, if you have a, a sigma, a standard deviation in this case is uh, one half. So a half, 0.5 increase in fetal demise per year. So it could maybe go from six to 6.5 per year or 6.5 to seven per year. When you're seeing a 40 standard deviation increase all the way up to a 320 standard deviation increase, a 40 standard deviation increase is one in a million year event. For all your 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu merchandise, please visit 10thplanetjj.com slash shop. We also got a look into a t-shirt that just dropped. Thank you very much for your support. That's the minimum fetal demise that we're seeing. Like a 10 sigma is like a world so, war. So, right? so, so if, you had a, if you had a graph, like you're saying a lot of shit, I'm lost. Yeah. Um, I smoked a lot of weed. But, yeah. but what you're saying sounds like the graph would look very similar to the Bill Gates one when he's talking about to the Malthusian. Yeah, right. You know, Bill Gates goes, oh, that graph is insane. Yeah, yeah. It's in the opposite direction. Yeah. So there's, if you were to take like four assumptions and you're to like chart it, what happens to the world population? How many people die normally? How many people are born normally? How many extra people are dying and how many extra kids are not being born? And you just take the data that I just told you right now, which again, we can't put what I just said in the film because it'll just say it's insane. It's never going to happen. But if you take what I said, there's no people in 10 years. <laughs> That's what the numbers are. There's no you people. Know what? You got to, you got to, if uh, you got to have like numbers and then mine. Oh, we got a graph, but, but, but we, we got to have the ultimate like graph. Dude, we put it like at 10, 10 Sigma because, uh, look, there's a Hungarian. But, but there's got to be, but there's got to be people that, uh, the people that didn't get vaxxed. For sure. A lot of for people sure. didn't get vaxxed. Yeah, you, yeah. you think uh, they could get us another way? Um, dude, we have. Well, this. I'm not saying that everybody's going to die. I'm just saying that if you run the numbers on, on the, the population, 5.3 billion people have taken the shot. At least one, 5.3 A lot of them lied though. Yeah, there's a lot of fake cards out there, dog. There's a lot of fake cards out there. Yeah, but a lot of those doses are like full of shit anyway. There's nothing inside them to kill them. Yeah, but yeah. the point is, the numbers don't lie about how yeah. much the decrease in fertility is. There's this girl, in, uh, she's like in the Parliament of Hungary, stands up, she's like, uh, we need to address that there's a 20% uh, uh, fertility decrease since January. And in nine months. In nine months, she's at twenty percent. You look at Taiwan, twenty-three percent. Japan. Elon Musk and Jordan Peterson were talking about this like a, a year ago because you always heard about overpopulation. They're like, there's not enough people, and no one ever says there's not enough uh, to to make up the death rate for births, right? Because everybody's having kids later or whatever. You throw the pandemic in there, and then you throw in this shot that's killing. Babies, you know how many miscarriages were in the Pfizer uh, trial? How many like, out of? All right, so listen to this. Uh, Pfizer is going to sit on this data for like seventy-five years, just like this, like Lee Harvey Oswald locking and keeping yeah. this. Put and it a back. judge and a judge was like, "No, no, no, you're releasing this now." And so they had to like 
it kind of went off a cliff. They like dumped a bunch and then they tapered off how many documents they released. You can Google this right now. It's the very first document. It's the Pfizer 5.3.6 post-marketing data. And in their trial, they had 274 women. Pregnant. Who were pregnant. Yeah. And they had one normal pregnancy outcome. They could not account for 238 of them. They just didn't talk about it. They had 23 spontaneous abortions. Boom, right there. All right, scroll down to, I think it's page 12. All right, go to 12. There it is. All right, 274 cases, 270 mother cases and four fetus babies. All right, you have 23 spontaneous abortions five prematures with neonatal death, two spontaneous abortions with neonatal death, no outcome was provided for 238 pregnancies. Bro. They, they're just not going to tell you what yeah. happened like, with 83%. They have to put this out. Do you, do you think they, because um, they got they admit a lot of shit and they put a lot of shit on their website, but they never talk about it. And I think they just put it out to, to protect them legally. You know what I mean? Well, like, they, well, well, but they were going to sit on this yeah. for, for seven decades. So they didn't, they weren't even going to put this out. This is probably uh, a redacted to a point of like, what they didn't even say, but the thing is they didn't even say what happened to the 238. But now the, the numbers that we're seeing now is it, it pretty damn close to what you're reading. Yeah, because when we talked to this OBGYN, he's, he's seeing it happen. He's like, I've never seen this much destruction to my women, I'm, he he did like I think he had nine thousand uh, women in the last year or something. He saw his patients. Yes, yeah, patients. You guys should reconsider putting that back in the in the documentary. I mean, this is no that number. The number we're using is is is, is smaller. We but, go over that. We go yeah, over what we just showed. You. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we put okay. That, we you don't want to bring up the numbers that everyone's going to be dead. Yeah, because then it sounds like, oh, they could easily just say these producers think yeah. Yeah. going to be dead. If okay. we go on a film and say there's no people in a decade. <laughs> yeah, it just takes away from the really what is really the provable stuff is, bro, six year olds are dying playing soccer or like the New York Post says kids are dying now playing video games from heart attacks. Oh, dude, it's yeah, insane. swallow that it's up. Insane. You know, now the O, how do you say it? OBGYN? Yeah, yeah. OBGYN is five. You would think there would be way more dudes trying to get into that field, right? You think like every you know how stinky vaginas would be like you gotta astronaut, OGBYN, right? I, I would imagine it's far more glamorous than you think, Eddie. You know what it is? Less glamorous. You know what it is? Those those doctors probably get paid nothing. <laughs> if you want to get into the field of pussy, they're like you. You uh, ain't. Hey, they probably yeah. get minimum wage. They probably get the same amount of money as their fucking janitor. At, that Bro, but you're dealing with you're dealing with that nasty snatch. You're not dealing with that pretty puffy stuff. You're dealing with yeah. that. Can you, can you imagine <laughs> them trying to market their their practice? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Here's my here's my card. You know, I, yeah. I have the soft. If you have any problems, if you have any problems to come back, I'll take a look at it again for free. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, 30, 30 day guarantee. You know, bring it back. <laughs> oh, dude, those, dude, there's, they get paid nothing. Come on. They get paid nothing. 
Uh, well, and you know dude, what? Butt doctors, butt doctors, shit. They probably get paid the most, dog. Anal that's doctors. the one I couldn't imagine. Oh, they probably, they got, you know how much you got to pay a dude? Yeah. You know how much you got to pay a dude to have him look through guys' asses <laughs> all day and they're like 55? You know what I mean? Looking at that ass every day, all day. This is that Grand Canyon of Swamp. You got appointments, dude. You yeah. got your fucking, your book. It's just like. You wake up in the morning. Ass. You shave. Those guys probably putting on your tie. You're drinking your coffee. You're gonna be looking at that deep space hole for all day. Oh my gosh. They get paid the most. They probably get paid more than brain doctors, Probably. Nobody wants to do be the ass doctor. I want to know, like, what do you look at the field and you're in there, like, looking at the man? You're like, that looks good. The ass doctor. I want to be him. Oh, man. He's got to have you know what? picked Maybe. on in school and all sorts of stuff. You know, everybody wants to get into the, the OBGYN, but damn it, the, it's so tough to break into that business. So you have, you may, you're, you're, you're working on it, but in the meantime, to pay At the first, bills, you, you got to do it. Way you got to be the ass, ass doctor. Then part, you get into that time, vagina. Yeah. Part-time ass doctor on the side. <laughs> Just to pay the bills, just to get through, you know. But eventually, the goal, the dream, <laughs> is, is to move from. You're ass talking to at Thanksgiving, like so. What's like your five-year plan? So I'm in the ass field now, yeah. now, it's but like where I want to be. <laughs> and then you're doing augmented breasts, and that's where your manager. You're the manager. Oh, then. dude, tits are the that dude. You want to you want to retire doing tits. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you want to do, do, do ass. Yeah, you gotta you be, go. you gotta be realistic. You're gonna be doing <laughs> ass from 18 to like 35, dog. You know what I mean? It's tough to get into the pussy business. But boom, once you get in, boom, you're in, dog. You're locked in. They can't fire you. <laughs> yeah. And then you move to tits. And when, that's when it. That's you the like goal. You retire. Your private Ooh. practice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a little part time. Do do some. Tits oh, that's actually a genius name for an OBGYN clinic. Private practice. Dang, that's good. That's good. That's good. There you go. That's, now, yeah. um, how the fuck did you guys meet? And how how are you guys working together? Like, how, how did this? So, uh, I adopted him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any kid. No. So, look, uh, I made this movie right here called "Sacrificing Liberty," and it was a four part docu series about the USS Liberty. Do you know about the USS Liberty? Is that the World War Two? No. In the, okay. During the Six Day War in uh, June eighth, nineteen sixty seven, this boat was twenty this, years off. This boat was attacked by Israel, and the reason why, dude, you got to watch this. This is insane. So uh, during the Six Day War, uh, LBJ and all these people wanted to get uh, us into the war with uh, the Cairo and um, Egypt and Israel, right? But LBJ's, the numbers are bad and he wanted to get some of that support from Israeli support. So, and we were in, in, in fighting with the Russians, right? So there was this big thought about uh, Egypt's gonna be taken over uh, by this, by Russia, and there's gonna be all this stuff going on. So they send this ship up there into the Mediterranean, this, this spy ship, and the spy ship's never been in that region ever before. They only just went off through, uh, this is what they said their technology was. They would bounce a signal off the moon, come back and send it back to to uh, uh, their their base in America. Where, Don't ask questions. Yeah, they, really said that, part, right? they really said that, man. That's more yeah, yeah. firmament proof, you know what I mean? No, we're bouncing off the moon. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but this is real. 
they send this ship up there and the war is almost over. There's no need to send this ship up there. So they send this ship over there. It's all beautiful. And they see these like Israeli planes coming by and they're like waving at them. And then all of a sudden, dude, they just unload on this ship. They start hitting it. They shot four torpedoes at it and one hit hit them in the starboard side. And the they ship, it in the napalm. They napalmed the ship. Bro, they did everything to sink the ship and the, the ship wouldn't sink. Uh, this was all to, this was a thing. This was the, the whole plan by McNamara and his crew. Sink the Liberty and you'd have that remembrance of, oh, remember the Liberty. And that would, that would get us into the war. And then we'd take down uh, Egypt and, and we would, you know, fight the Russians. Bro, I, there's a, a, an interview in there by this uh, Navy, I mean, the, the Russian Navy commander who was in the Mediterranean in a submarine, and they said if they they drop a bomb on Cairo, we're going to hit the Dome of the Rock with this like nuclear weapon, straight up. So the ship didn't sink. A signal got out, an open uh, signal to everywhere. It went to Vietnam, all over the place, saying, hey, we need help. We're, we're bringing under attack. The plan was foiled because it got out. Um, then they they took the ship in, got it patched up, sent it back to America and told the men, if you ever say one thing about what happened to you, you're going to get court-martialed, thrown in jail. So for like 30 years, these guys didn't say a word. 30 years, bro. And 50. Well, well they're mean, talking now, but this was in the 80s. Some dude wrote a book. Jim Ennis, who was on oh, the ship, right, yeah. wrote a book. And then they started, oh, man, he, he, he said the story. I'm still friends with a lot of these guys. These guys are, like, such awesome. They That's me, an honorary crew member. They made me a crew member because, dude, the, the only buddy, only person to do a, a special on this was Al Jazeera and the BBC. I think Nobody I from America I think would I touch this. Yeah. What's that? I think I've seen it. Like you see, I don't remember too much about it, but there was a ship Israel yeah, attacked yeah. it, and they, they covered it up. So I talked plans. to the guy who, dude, you know what they were doing in that area? They were doing war drills, nuclear war drills. Just, just, just that. What does that remind you of? <laughs> so they, they already, they're like, no, we're going to put these nukes on these, uh, these planes. Just for you know, we're just gonna do some maneuvers bro i talked to the guy who's a ready cap the pilot who took off the america he was going there to strike cairo bro we were four minutes away from thermonuclear war if, if nukes are real but it would have been disastrous and no one heard about this nobody's heard about the liberty they it because you touched that third rail with israel dude once that i, I did that movie and started getting into like why why are we protecting this nation so much and why can't Kyrie Irving like show a, a, a documentary like there that lobby is so damn powerful bro it, so that's like, how we met and oh that, <laughs> you guys met in that's how we met I did that film in a year a four-part docuseries okay. and then I was going to do the greatest reset and I couldn't do it by myself and uh somehow he put an, uh, an application to where I was working and I saw it and I saw it, dude, he was 19 years old, made his own documentary by himself. And I was like, I can't teach that, bro. I can help him learn like from like what I do as a filmmaker, but that drive, that initiative, 
You can't teach that, bro. That's no. in you. No. And he's yeah. and he's really good. He's freaking talented. He gets so, he gets shit done. He's one of those guys that just dude, produces just, and gets gets the script together, gets the cameraman together, gets the lighting guy together. He, he oh, no, we are that. We are. We, we don't have wait a minute, you too. Oh, that's easy, dog. <laughs> we write the script. We edit it. We put it together. We don't have notes, bro. We okay, don't. Okay, so put, he came in. He came in. He was young. He. What was your first documentary that you did at at sixteen? Nineteen. What, yeah. what was that about? Uh, it was called How to Kill 14 People Without Saying a Word. And, and what's, it, what's it about? Uh, do you remember um, Milo Yiannopoulos? Remember that name? I, okay. I, he's like a gay dude who got persecuted. He's like a yeah. gay right wing. Not gay anymore, but. Yeah, still, he was like a gay Ben gay. Shapiro for a while. You know, just, okay. Okay. Gay conservative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was at one of his speaking engagements in Berkeley when Antifa, this was 2017. And Antifa came in and just burned down Sproul Plaza and made a big hullabaloo because they didn't want Milo talking. And I was there and I filmed it and I, I never wanted to make documentaries. It just sort of fell into my lap. And so what I did was basically tell the story of how, what I thought at the time, the limitations on free speech resulted in like terrorism. And I used the San Bernardino shooting in 2015 as kind of like the jumping off point. Now I realize that like, yeah, it was obviously a false flag. There was three shooters had nothing to do with Islam. But at the time I was like, oh, we need to like talk. And if we don't talk, then you're going to have like terrorism. So I made that film, premiered it in, uh, in Michigan. And, uh, I think when he saw that, he realized that like, I just, yeah, the dude called, just tried. He, he, he marketed it himself. He got a place and shown it. Uh, he, he called Czech Uger up there. Is that how you say his name? Czech Uger, yeah, Cenk, from yeah. Young Turks. Called him up, cold called him. Like, that's what I want. I want someone to just see it and get it. Bro, our first thing, though, the first thing we ever shot was at the Capitol on January 6th. We were both there. I was in the rotunda. He was on the camera. We 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 witnessed that moment. You were on in, the what? His, you were on the rotunda. What's that? Yeah, inside the Capitol on Jan six. That's that big dome. Oh, you said you, he had the camera and he yeah. was filming. He was filming you. I was live on air. Yeah, yeah reporting. Okay. When that, did, did the FBI come knocking at your door? Oh yeah, oh, dude. I was on TMZ. Three times. I was on TMZ's Most Wanted One Hundred, bro. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Eddie, they come to my door. This is how you handle it. So, first, they park a $100,000 black Escalade outside my house. Then they talk to my neighbor, and I, my my neighbor comes out, and I'm like, hey, did they like FBI? Like, come by my house, you know, like, did the FBI say anything? <laughs> you know, I don't know how you bring that up to your neighbor. And she's like, yeah, they came in and asked about you, and I don't really know you, so we didn't really say anything. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's no, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And she said, um, as long as it's not happening on my Wi-Fi, I don't care. And I was like, ha, okay. And then it took me a second. I was like, oh, shit, she thinks, like, this is like child porn or oh, something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I just like was not going to explain what was happening. And then the third time they just come up to my door and they knocked on the door and open it up. And it was uh, a sheriff from the town that I live in and a plainclothes FBI agent flashes his badge, doesn't say his name. Uh, and he says, uh, Nick Stumphauser. And my brain was like, don't, don't, don't agree. Anything. So I said, sure. And he said, would you like to have a conversation? And I said, Nope. And they didn't know what to do. <laughs> so he, he said, are you sure? I said, yep. 
and they waited like another 10 seconds and then they just couldn't do anything. So they turned around and walked away, took a picture of me standing in the doorway and got in the car and left. And that was the last of that I heard from him. See, I talked to him though. I told, I gave him like, I had footage of this dude smashing my, uh, Mike McConnell's window. This dude was wearing a vegan mask. Like, like what Trump supporters wearing a vegan mask? It says vegan on it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so I gave him that footage. Like, Bro, we we were we were there reporting. That's all we were doing. We were live. We were live on air. You very can, clear journalism. Yeah. They didn't have a case. I got pushed into the return. I was getting like we we were at the speech, and then we start walking our way up there. And dude, it was insane. Like people were climbing up the walls, and I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna have to climb up this wall because I want to see what's going on." And then we were like, "No, let's go around the thing." And that's where the big surge came. And. uh so I was getting up there and then I just get pushed into this, into the, into the Capitol. Cause the police were trying to separate uh, the people that were already inside from the people that were trying to get inside. So they said, screw it. They pulled everybody they could get their hands on into the Capitol and closed the door. Yeah, you see me getting sucked in. I'm like, Whoa. and then <laughs> boom. And I'm like inside and they're like, nah. and so I was in there and I saw, dude, it was crazy, but it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, anybody trying to take over the government that's some bullshit there's just way too and, many people in one place getting tear gas yeah dude th- <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> they, they probably let them uh, the, the initial people they probably let them in uh they they wanted that outcome because it demonized every patriot every person who loved the flag every donald trump supporter dude it did exactly what they wanted to do the main outcome there's two primary outcomes the first is that they uh they did not certify or they decertified uh, the election results on the the sixth or the fifth that it happened. There's uh, there's like a handful of people who were supposed to say we're going to protest the election results, and they were like, "But we saw what happened yesterday, and we just can't stand by that." So then they didn't certify. And the second thing that happened is they put a two mile chain link perimeter around the Capitol building, and nobody who was not part of the mainstream news got to see what actually happened on the steps of the Capitol that day. On January 20th, you and I do not actually know what happened on inauguration. That did, Joe Biden cannot be living or real or that's him. There's no way, bro, that that is that guy from Delaware. Like, there's no way. He uh, looks way anyway. different now. He looks way different, but apparently he got some facelifts. Like, yeah, that's I the mean, story. That's the story. But his uh, signature. His earlobes look different. Changed. His earlobes are now the detached. Earlobes, uh, they look different because of the facelift. They, they oh, cut it right yeah, there yeah, and then they bring yeah. it over. That's what they say. That's yeah. what they say. Who knows? You know, yeah. who knows? Like, who but, knows what to fucking believe? But are you guys Trump supporters? He was okay. he was into Trump. Here's I had to walk him off that ledge. You know, I was the world's biggest Q supporter. I could chapter and verse cite but, every post. When we were in Jan Six, he was like, "This is it. This, this is, is Red One. This is Red One." He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Look at this post right here. It says this, and then this is going to happen." You were in the Q, right? You were. You yeah, were into, I was, yeah. man. I was. Okay. was like the Q. But I never, like, I never actually read drops from like, okay. 4chan. I've never been on 4chan ever. Never you just thought on, it was cool. Never been on 8chan ever. I've never been on those. But yeah. I did, I do listen to X22 and he's always bringing the, the, the posts out. And then he talks about the posts. So I don't actually go look at the posts like it matters, but. This fool um, was quoting scripture and verse yeah. on all of it, bro. And, and some of it was like, I was like, damn, is that right? And no, I was like, there's some I, great stuff. There's some really awesome, yeah. like it's uh, synchronicities or whatever. But, but Q, uh, just because, you know, every, everyone that I know that was in the queue, 
everybody jumps ship once the arrest didn't happen. Everyone's okay. Yeah. We got psyop. Everybody, should. everybody thinks they got psyop like that uh, Bolchevik, yeah. whatever psyop. Thing. Yeah. Everybody nonsense. thinks that's what it is. It's but it's every, that, that's what everybody thing. thinks now. Everybody jumps ship because there were no arrests. Yeah. To me, but it's not the I, arrest thing because you can you can make up any story you want to account for that. The primary issue that we cannot reconcile if you're a if you're a Q person is Frankie. Hey, send them these little ones, Trevor. Okay, um, is uh, the vaccine? Yeah, dude. The short Say that is- again. Say that. Repeat okay. what you just said without that pause. If you have any belief that Q was a legitimate Patriot run effort. The one piece of data that you cannot reconcile to this date with our understanding is the vaccine. Why? Yeah. The yeah. president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, main warp speed, warp right? speeded, and to this day it's will not disavow beautiful the vaccine. vaccine. And I have hands-on data of what happened as a result of this hundreds of hundreds of millions, if not billions dead now today and billions that will not be born as a result of this vaccine. And I can't reconcile that with all the really cool stuff that I was seeing for three years. Like, like, dude, yeah. I've been to Davos with Trump twice. I, 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 I traveled to all his rallies and there's something good about like how he loved like sovereignty and like, like he, I like that, but he has surrounded himself with all the same rhinos, all those swamp people, Hillary Clinton never got, went to jail, never drank, all that shit never happened, bro. So to me, it just looked like someone who loves the limelight, opportunistic. Uh, he really is in it for himself more and about that legacy and all, all politicians and elections are fake anyway. None of them are real. If you believe elections are real, I'm sorry. You, they're, they're just not real. They've never <laughs> been real. Now, now, like, what do you mean by not real? Like, there, you, like, you can put your, bro, you put your uh, little thumb in there and do that. You don't know where that computer, that, that vote's going. It's all manipulated. Yeah. What happened in 2020 was just the most publicized version of what has been so, happening no, no. for so what you're So what you're saying is there could be, there could be, elections aren't real like they're the votes mean nothing they're not counting nothing i don't think I don't, so no, no or or it could mean that yes these elections are real but they're just easily rigged they just rig them well and you can you, know, I mean, you can go stand what in line what and vote it? what is it because if it was totally not real there's no counting of nothing it's just not real then why would there need be a need to propagandize why? Listen, so do you think do you think that they're going after why are they suiciding people why are they censoring people oh, if everything is all fake why bro. would they even bother why would they bother it, it, why would they bother look. spending millions and millions of dollars with propaganda the, the pentagon got caught spending 500 million dollars making pro propaganda warf warf video and for the new news outlets they yeah. got busted doing that why would they do it so this is what i'm saying i agree with you that they're rigged it's real but it's rigged and that's well, good news that's the reason news because if we could think we could unrig it then it's legit you can't unrig it because they run it that's the thing you'll never get them not to run it also i don't want the people that i know in this world to be deciding the state of anything I think democracy is a horrible experiment, whether or not it was real. Have you ever driven 
Have you just driven? Don't let those people decide the fate of my life or anyone else's. Like, that's just... The best thing is to get around people like-minded and stay away from... uh, You're not... Look, it's too far gone. They own too many weapons that control the banking. They control all that. Bro, it's about survival. Being around like-minded people. Having a good life with your your family and your friends. And look, the reason why we make these films, though, is because I do care about humanity. I do believe in evil. I do believe there's redemption in Christ. I believe that. And I believe that if there's evil, then there has to be something on the opposite of that. Right, bro. The la- the first film. Uh, okay. We did that. The biggest, the greatest research did that. Then we did another movie about this one was uh, about child trafficking, sex trafficking and uh, satanic abuse. And we brought in Isaac Cappy, the people who, who knew Isaac Cappy. Did you follow that? Yes, I did. Okay, uh, hey, can you cue up this trailer? Like, watch this, Eddie. Trailer. What do we pump? What do we? Oh, oh, can you just play it? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? You guys figured out the audio yet? You could email that to Hibbler and he could play it with sound because there's no sound. Oh, he says there's no sound. Really? Come on. No sound. All right. Yeah, go ahead. I did email it already. All right. He said he emailed it. Oh, did you get it? Check your email. Okay. Um, so um, when he gets it, we'll play it. But real quick, so um, are you there? Yeah, I think he just. Uh, do, you, do you do you think um, so? You think uh, we sh- uh, more people shouldn't get involved in local politics, and and more people shouldn't we shouldn't even vote. You just forget it. It's it's all fake. The only thing that would make sense about casting a vote is if locally, and I would only say locally, the locals paid very close attention to chain of custody, and there was like life in prison if you screwed with it. Oh, so, so it's not it's not it. all fake then. So it's not all fake. Yeah. Not, that not, at, at the, so you're saying at the local level, it's real. Right, no, well, I just don't like democracy. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get um, it. We're that's just me personally. Right? We're a republic, right? Look, I just no, don't no, believe my, my, that my, on paper. My, I, I, we're a republic. That's what they say. I'm no political scientist, but I hear that we're a republic and we're at, not actually a democracy. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know. I mean, we're that's what I keep hearing. Is that, is that uh, bullshit? We're not. We're, we're so, in my opinion, we're so far beyond any distinction. Like they said, we we're a democracy forever. That wasn't ever true. It was a res publia. We were, we were a republic. Um, but even that seems to have been built on a psyop. Like if we really think that, like we broke off from England because of tea. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. retarded. Okay, That's you know what? what you, know, you know, you know, um, what you're saying. You're saying basically there's no hope. Um, no, 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 no. I'm not an nihilist. I'm not oh, an so, so, so there's only two ways to fix this. Politically, you start from the ground up in the local level and try to get the uh, like try to get a good dude in there. Yeah. Um, or that doesn't work because it's all fake. And if it's all fake, Agenda 21 took care of that. Agenda so 21. Every, so, so right now, voting doesn't matter. Correct. We're done. It doesn't matter. We're done. It's over. I think you need to. If you well, no, that's that's the false dichotomy. No, no, because uh, no, no, because if if voting is all fake. 
And they're actually not rigging it. They're actually not bar, uh, harvest, uh, ballot harvesting. They're actually not fucking with the algorithms of the machine. They're actually not doing that. It's just all theater. There's nothing about voting. Then we are fucked. You're oh, yeah. fucked. You're yeah. fucked. Both of you guys are fucked. We're no, all fucked. The thing is, no, there's we're no not. way. There's no, if, if it's all fake, we're fucked. But the thing is, this is where you got to look at it. But for, for me, the, the world, this isn't, this isn't about overtaking them because we get, we've given too much, right? They, they've taken too much. What it is is finding sovereignty and independence in yourself and what people like mining and get them out of this matrix. Grab how do you do that? Get, how do you survive? How do you, where do you do this? So, you don't so have we, to we live on their ground. We all got to move to the country. We all got to go to the country because we ain't going to do that in the city if this is all fake. But check this out, bro. We're fucked. Uh, in, in the greatest reset, there's a, there's a, we, we play this uh, writing from this woman from WEF and she talks about how it is living in, in 2030 and, and the great reset has happened. And she goes, there was some in this writing, in this dystopian writing of her, she was like, in the future, uh, we don't have a lot of freedom, but that's okay. Cause we, we, we like our life now. And the people who didn't want to get along, they're off into the, they live by themselves in broken down homes or whatever. They see us in their writings living off the grid and they're not worried about us as long as we leave them alone and don't rise up and unfortunately i think that's the majority like i love seeing uprising i love seeing uh, uh, people protesting on the streets but unless you got the unless the force of the military whatever comes on your side what how are you going to do this how are you going to take over this amount of power exactly like exactly. It, it don't There's work fucked. that's what i'm saying like what are you going to do well so for We're me fucked. that's why like as a christian that's how that's my only i don't wake up crying sad i have love and, and hope and i love humanity and i and I, I know this this isn't what my my angle is and i love working with him and, and, and exposing like in, in scripture it tells us to shed light on the darkness that's what we're supposed to do so if i just made entertainment movies i feel like i wouldn't be doing uh what i what the gift i have I, it would be just for it would just burn up and and, and and be for nothing but if i can help educate people and show people that this is a lie this left wing this right wing they're on the same bird that bird is flying without you it don't matter uh it has do you this think, do you one think trump you think trump is actually on the same team as pelosi i'll tell you this eddie because i i was with him close quarters i saw what but, he did in is, he, is, is he with them or he's not with them uh i think he I think he had an he idea. Can't be halfway. He can't be halfway into them and then halfway trying to say. Yeah, I think he had an idea that he could go in and make change. I, I I do, but I do know where his lineage comes from and and where he comes from and who his friends were. And when he stepped in that arena of politics and become president, all those people were at those parties turned on him. The lefties, right? He saw like, oh shit, like. Uh, I'm now I'm a pariah and we used to all get together this the, the way the game set up there's the left and the right and they'll always fight against each other and they will go over to the right sometimes they will go over to the left sometimes perpetual war we'll never live in a symbiotic like home give me some big words homeostatic so, homeostatic so is, is is the hate between Pelosi and Trump real yeah yes fake oh they real, real. real. Okay. Okay. But but Clinton and Trump fake. They're faking it. Oh, for They're sure. They're, uh, They're actually Ivanka, really good friends. Ivanka, They're actually really good friends. 
Ivanka and her daughter and Chelsea are best friends to this day. But uh, Ivanka's name's really Yael. She changed her name when she became. I Jewish. think I think Trump and Clinton really do hate each other. He's saying well, they're I, buddies. I'll I'll say I'll say this. I when I said that I can't reconcile Trump and the vaccine with my previous enamored state with Q. I have a reconciliation um, theory. Want to hear it? Of Make course. me a Q tart again. Really quick. No, this has nothing to do with Q. Oh. It's just Trump. Trump. Okay. Um, and uh, Dave from X22 said this when it was happening a year and a half ago. Uh, or when they, when that uh, Trump was really pushing the vaccine, called it Operation Warp Speed. Was, yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck is he doing? I thought he was anti-vax because there's like these tweets in 2011. Well, he's talking about autism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. RFK so Jr. So, got him. So yeah, everybody, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And he came in and Bill Gates talked about Trump coming in saying, we got to test these vaccines. These, are these vaccines dangerous or not? And, yeah. and then Bill Gates even talks about that. So everybody yeah. thought he was anti-vax and then all of a sudden he's pro-vax. All of a sudden he's pro-vax and He's, he's going Operation Warp Speed. He's talking about releasing the vaccine by fucking November. And everybody, mm. everybody, Kamala, Biden, and, and every, uh, Fauci, they're all like, this guy's yeah. insane. This guy's insane. It takes 10 years. This guy's insane. It takes 10 years. Who's going to take it? He says he's going to do it. He says he's going to do it. But if he does it, would you take it? Like, Kamala, would you take it? I'm not going to take it. It's, <laughs> it takes 10 years. It takes 10 years. Yeah. And they were totally against it. Said Trump was fucking insane. Yeah. Like, what is he thinking? It's not going to happen. And then when it comes out, they made a 180. And you go, okay, you got to take it. Everyone's got to take it. Right? So That's why it's fake. You want to hear the theory? Yes. And, and this is from Dave from X22, based on all the people he knows and the research he's done. I don't know. I don't know. I had him on my podcast. I love that. That was one of the greatest podcasts I ever had just a couple of days ago. Who's better, um, though? Uh, uh, Dave from X22 is awesome. Um, well, who's better, this podcast or that one? No, I'm just kidding. This one's right there. This one's right there. I love right. you guys. I love you guys. But he said, because people were like jumping out there like, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. He's pro-vaccine. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. What's he doing? Dave said that, and it came true. He said the plan was 10 years, drag this out for 10 years, drag out the lockdown, drag out the fucking everything for 10 years, drag it out. And then in 2033, release the vaccine and then boom. And that's it, it, apparently they need 10 years to destroy the economy and, uh, you know, lockstep and just take everyone's rights. But um, so that was the plan. That's the new world order plan, agenda 2030 or whatever. That's the new world order plan. So if there's a new world order plan and there's a guy claiming that he's going to stop the new world order, the, the guy that's claiming that is Donald Trump. And that's why everyone got behind him. was like, is he telling the truth? Man, he's saying good shit. Damn, he's saying good shit. You know, he never he never drank. He's never taken a drink. He was always at Studio 54 in New York fucking looking for uh, some vagina, but he never drank. <laughs> he wanted to be an OBGYN. Yeah, that's he what he never, wanted to be. He never drank. Right. Is that, that's, can you imagine drunk Trump? <laughs> Fuck China. Can you imagine that shit? I wish I could do a Trump impersonation. Yeah, yeah I, can't, me too. I can't. I wish I could. Oh my God. But what are you saying? I would just, I would just live my life. Trump, Trump. You believe Trump for what he says in his speeches? That I, no, no. So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So if there is a, a counter to the new world order, if, I mean, if Trump, if what he's saying, he's basically saying, I'm going to drain the swamp and I'm going to counter to the new world order. He was that basically none of it happened. If, yeah. that's, if that's true, if that's true, then he would have to know about Agenda 2030. How are you going to be the counter to the bro, new world order and you don't understand? You All the conspiracy theories, you can go on YouTube and find out this out. He don't look so, at that, though, but you have to look, man. You, let, me you have to look. Let, me, let, me, let me finish. Yeah, yeah. Let me, this yeah, is yeah. the theory. I am taking forever. 
I'm taking forever. No, but, go ahead. But um, that's the whole point of this is I got to get to the point. Um, if, if there is a new world order, the, yes, there is. Then uh, is there a counter? Uh, there could be, or maybe there is no counter and everything's fake. But if there is a counter, uh, you better fucking hope there's a counter. That's why we had hope in Trump. We were hoping, right? And then he let a lot of people down with the vaccine. But if he was truly the quarterback for the counter, the new world order, surely they had to know the plan and the uh, uh, the plan to st- stretch the lockdown out for 10 years and do all these vaccine trials. They Fauci has said it in front of the audiences. It takes 10 fucking years if everything goes perfect. It takes 10 years through phase one, through phase two trials, phase three. It takes 10 years. He's very clear on that. And they were all against it. So um, the the conspiracy theories that Trump said, I got to fuck up their plans. People are going to die. But this is the only way to fuck it up because they want the vaccine passport. Everybody knows that there's a conspiracy. Everybody. It already came. It already came. I mean, it it already came here. It already came here. So, um, um, the, the conspiracy theory is that Trump had to make a decision, say, you know, let's fucking green light this thing. Operation Warps, we fuck up their plans, fuck up the vaccine passport. And that's what Dave was saying a year and a half ago. He said they're going to bring in the vaccine passports, but it's going to be people. It, it's going to be too soon the, between the vaccine injuries. And it's like it's like a, this is war, right? If you believe that's we're a crazy war, theory, we're though, because we're in a war. People, if, if you're a general. And you say, damn, if I take my troops through that valley, I could lose 25,000 soldiers. We're in a war. But if I take them along the coast, I'm only going to lose 5,000, 10,000. You're going to have to make the numbers here, Eddie, the numbers here don't match up. The numbers that we're seeing. No, no, but if you're you're dumb enough to take the vaccine, that's the casualty. That's 60% of the world. This is the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory, if he didn't do that and he let them roll everything out, we would just be in prison. Now everybody's waking up. The vaccine passport. Yeah, yeah, but he wouldn't have let them them run the election. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What happened to the vaccine passports? They instilled them. They put them in our fucking restaurants right here in LA and our uh, movie theaters and fucking gyms. You couldn't go yeah. anywhere without a vaccine passport. But then it all fell apart. They all, it all just fucking crumbled. It was too soon. Yeah, but what is inside people's arms? It didn't fail. No, and no, 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 no. The vaccines are bad. The vaccines are bad. They're going to kill that's, the world. Yeah. That's, yeah. Bro, if, if two, Trump was this master way, chess player, then attack. why did he let the, why is he didn't get two terms? That, then, that, that doesn't make sense, no, no, bro. No, 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 that was that's part of the plan. He had to lose. He had to lose. <laughs> we, had to lose. we had to catch him cheating. I hate to say it, man, we but had, I'm back on the cue. <laughs> hey, these no. are just theories. These well, are just theories. No, dude, if if Trump would have won, there would have been civil war. No, and then they, we would no. He's been running civil war. this year. He's got, he's running in two years. You don't think that? Dude, but but how many people have woken running. up in the last two years? We had to walk through this. We had to walk. Nobody would believe if you would have told if Trump would have won. If if Trump was running and right and you said and you explained to everybody if Biden wins, this is going to happen. Like what's actually happening now? If you try to tell someone that before he won or or whatever before he got into the White House, nobody would believe it. You couldn't change. I know, but everybody makes Trump out to be this this, this chess player. I just don't see it, bro. I just Eddie, have have you heard? I don't know. You Uh, you know what? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. We could all just be, this could be just fucking this this prison lake that we live in. And whatever we think, the controllers are I think they're winning. I think think the plan would have been less if Trump would have been in. I I think he got that vaccine because he wanted to be the savior. He don't 
don't. He's not reading medical things and seeing. I all think. That. I think when he when he. I think when he's bragging that he every, every just like last week he was bragging. Remember, I'm the one. Who, who got the vaccine and I'm the uh, yeah. one and that's no, no, he says that all the time. But I think what he's really saying is I'm the one who fucked up the vaccine passport. I'm the <laughs> one that fucked up their plan. No. Remember that. That's what I no. think he's really saying. I think he's saying that because it's so why would oh, you brag yeah, about why would anybody brag about a vaccine? That's clearly he knows about all the deaths. His son's be posting shit about all the vaccine injuries all over the fucking place. That's the last thing you would be proud of. He's not that dumb. He's not gonna be like, remember it was me. Remember it was me. I, I'm the one who's killing everybody. He's like, remember it was me. I'm fuck. I, I he still says it on his, in his in his in his uh, in his rallies, and they boo him. His his own. I've been to them, and they boo him when he brings it up. Well, it would make yeah, sense because then. because because he's playing the part. Yeah. Oh gosh, he's playing I the just, part. No, he's, he's got to play the pro vaccine part. He's got to play it. Is he going? Is he, he going to be elected? Was, in t- is he going to be elected in twenty four? Is that his master I plan? I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. These are just theories. I don't know. I hear I don't you. Know. He could be a fucking Nancy Pelosi's best friend. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, don't, I have I just, no idea. These are just I think theories. he knew how to get the America right. I think he knew how to get them on his side. And he, he loved being that like Messiah figure because they put him on the coin. He was in building, you know, uh, the capital in Israel and Jerusalem. Like they were hyping this dude up and his bro. His head got so huge. And Eddie, have you heard who uh, reclaimed who was responsible for the reclamation of Nikola Tesla's we back on Tesla. Yeah, uh, uh, Donald Trump's uncle, John. Yeah, yeah. And then in 2012 or 13, do you know who was responsible for preserving all of Tesla's works from uh, like the National Archives? Donald Trump. But Donald Trump. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh shit! For real. And the the Q theory is that uh, oh. have you ever heard of the. Um, uh ingersoll lockwood's books the adventures of little baron trump and his dog bulger oh yeah i remember that uh no are you talking about that book from the 1800s yeah oh i just saw a video about it today every now and then it comes up yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like baron i have the book yeah it dude who fucking knows dude okay all i'm saying is you might be a time traveler or not that's all i'm saying not not really even a time traveler just like they've no time traveler i like mastered the art of cloning a long time ago. (laughs) okay have you you seen the movie like they just clone motherfuckers all the time you know what i mean they just take the prestige what's that the prestige that movie, the documentary. I did, I, I did not see that. Okay. Christopher Nolan made an adaptation of a book called The Prestige, written by Christopher Priest. And in it, Nikola Tesla uses a machine that fires electricity and duplicates whatever is uh, hit by it. Okay. So he keeps reprinting himself. And in 1900, there's a book written by a man named Ingersoll Lockwood called 1900, The Last President, where the Don, who has a building and lives on Fifth Avenue in New York City, runs for president. The press hates him. He's a bombastic character. He runs and he's the final president of the United States of America. Now, but we have Joe Biden. What an incredible coincidence that is. Yeah, but we have one after him. So he wasn't the last. Unless he wins in 24. And then he's the last. And then he's the last. He was not the last. But But, but Barron's supposed to be the last, right? Not Donald. 
No, the Don. The Don is supposed to be the last. Oh my It doesn't. Isn't Baron supposed to be the president? He's Baron is friends with the Don, I guess. Oh, he's not the son. No, Baron is is not. What if that's a book? What because that's like late late eighteen hundreds. What if that's a book? That's a book that all like that all like the the cool rich kids got in there. Everybody (laughs) knew about it, and they wanted to you know name their kids. I didn't read books. Books are gay. I'm gonna name you Baron after this book. You know what I mean? I love that. It's my favorite. What's the book? And you're gonna be the last president. What's the book? There's probably a whole shitload of Barons out there (laughs) wishing they could be the last president. It was like 1948, and the it's like the mission to Mars, and like the commander of Mars is named Elon. Did you you think Elon? That? Do you think Elon launched a Tesla into space that's on a one bro, million year orbit? Bro, I see it. It's flying past that. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's over your right shoulder right now. What do you think of Elon Musk? Oh, there, okay, there's like so when I was in Davos, right? I saw this huge, two tall dude with this big old cowboy hat. I was like, who is that dude? Because he was walking around. You know, you're at a party, you see that guy trying to like be recognized but no one's talking to him so like i was like who is that that's elon musk's brother so he was just like trying to find stuff elon bro this is another thing elon's all about the mrna technology he's about he's about fourth industrial revolution microchips putting in dude i'm like i like so he is such a web student i'm telling you what about the twitter thing you what's that about i mean twitter was already deep state is that a, it's got to be a distraction if it's a deep state operation it's to distract right well look he hasn't changed the moderation team okay so the moderation team is still a bunch of you know libtards who are fire like 770 employees yeah he fired a bunch of people it, it, we'll we'll see how it goes i think it'll be more fun but i don't trust him as far as what I last so you know what but you know what it's sometimes when you're a gangster you know what i mean sometimes you take some shit over you don't fire everybody you keep some of them because they well, bro, he's definitely and other people might judge like he still kept him. And that's the worst, most corrupt guy. Maybe he kept them to find some shit out and let the high, you know, I, 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 I love your optimism. I do. But uh, I don't know, man. I know this guy, what he believes in. And uh, he believes this. He wants to go to Mars and this first done. And he is he's on that web trip. For sure, he really is, and anybody connected with Wef is against humanity. Eddie, that's that's one hundred percent. Do you think Elon knows that he's not sending rockets into outer space, or do you think Elon thinks he is? That's a very good question. Like, what if? I mean, because really, like any gangster running any fucking business, any small business owner, you they you only tell your employees what they need to know about the business, right? You want your employees greeting people. It's not good business. It's not good gangster business. It's not good corporate business. It's not even good fucking, you know, um, Illuminati business <laughs> to let, to let, you only want to let people know what they need to fucking know. The more you compartmentalize, the better. It's like, it's, it's standard in the military. Also, I you know don't tell this, everybody everything. So maybe like guys like, like, um, um, like Elon and maybe guys like uh Namor is hard. Because once you're not to say maybe they don't maybe maybe they think they're doing the right thing. 
but yeah, but once you get know. big, then you got to realize that they will cut you down and kill you if you get too big to a point where you affect the game. So yeah. uh, this, like Michael Hastings, was like, he, remember that guy, that reporter who blew up what was going on in Afghanistan, Iraq, and just drove his car Mercedes into a tree. Like once you start manip- getting into their game and messing it up, you get axed. So if if he's at this level, he's not interrupting no games. He might be part of the game. You know, that's how I'm. I'm always looking at it. Uh, there's a girl in uh, in our film, like uh, who's not in the film, but she was killed. Uh, the Pfizer was it Pfizer, the whistleblower. She wanted Brandy Vaughn. Yeah, tell them about Brandy Vaughn. She she was on Alex Jones a long time ago for quite some time. She was just talking about uh, vitamin K two shots and polysorbate eighty and the vaccines. And uh, she was a, a whistleblower because she was in in pharma for a long time. And then uh, she came home one day. It was it was the day before she died. She was like vlogging her life. This is 2016, I want to say. And she was vlogging her life. You know, she had somebody following her around. She goes inside her house and her secret laptop. Um, that was like kept behind the microwave or something was laying in the floor in her kitchen opened up as like a, like we know, and we're in your house and we went through your computer type thing. And the day later, her son finds her on a kitchen floor dead of a pulmonary embolism. The, the, the biggest thing right now, Eddie, is that nothing happened with Glenn Maxwell. Nothing happened with Epstein. And he had the goods on everybody. That honey trap was so deep. It hit MIT, politician, actors. Everybody went to the island and nothing happened. Uh, uh, Epstein died. Yo, you want to know a funny story? I was shooting an interview in New, York, uh, New Mexico uh for sacrificing liberty, I was talking to uh, this this old congressman, right? But when I got there, he was he had a few too many drinks and it was you know, like reliving some like war stories in Korea. So I was like, I can't interview this guy. But I was like, I, I Jeffrey Epstein's sex ranch was, was like an hour away in New Mexico, the Zorro Ranch. It was the day he killed himself. I happened to be there and I have footage of me going on to that Zora Ranch, walking like two miles across the desert. I got dope footage of a drone. I flew a drone into that place. Me and my buddy who I was working with, we walked up onto the property. And a year from that, I was in New York. I went to Jeffrey Epstein's his his New York uh, apartment, the one he was given to by Lex West, Wexner. Uh, you know who's on the opposite side who share a backyard? The Vatican's penthouse. They share the same backyard in in in, in, uh, in the Upper West Side. Dude, I so, did not know that. that so we went, dude. Insane. Check this out. I went around to the Vatican, and this person was with us. She knew us. She was like a fan or whatever. She she went and knock on the door, and I was like, dang, like why is she knocking on the door? Well, five minutes later, this nun opens the door and lets us in, and I have a live view with me. I have like I'm streaming live. We walk into the place where the Vatican has their like Manhattan penthouse and we just have free reign in the place, bro. We're just walking around and I go to the back and Jeffrey Epstein's back entrance is right there. What are the coincidences of that happening? Nothing's happened from Jeffrey Epstein. Nothing. Nobody's got Jaglaine's in jail, I guess, but she's got that black book. Like they are on a yacht in Tel Aviv right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like John, John McAfee, 
That was a true gangster yeah. right there. You want to know someone who loves humanity? Back if he ain't dead either. No, no, he, he ain't dead. He, he he went to that whatever Spanish prison where they're eating, you know, uh, Manchego cheese and chilling, and he got out of there. Like that that character's. I hope he comes back and uh, exploits some season, of this stuff in season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to see a, a, this movie that we worked on? Do you have that trailer? We sent it over to you. It's called These Little uh, These Little Ones. Yeah. Uh, he never got it. Oh, come on, Frankie. Frankie's killing us he, over here. Did he uh, punch it's in the Lauren. room? Oh, it's from Lauren. Did he get an email from Lauren? Can you check the email again to make sure it's truth at Hibbler? Truth at Hibbler. Yeah, um, the, these little ones' email should be from Lauren, he said. Hibbler Productions. Clips. It says DS Clips. Yeah. He didn't get that? What's your Jamie's name? What's your Jamie? That's not Jamie. What's his name? Read at HibblerProductions.com. Yeah. Truth at Truth at HibblerProductions.com. H-I-B-B-E-L-E-R. You didn't get that? Then you got to check out this. Like the whole thing with the Trump. How many documentaries have you made? So we, I've made four in three years. Bro, we just, we put up, <laughs> we just, in uh, 83 days. Yeah. Well, when it, when it launches on the 21st, it'll be 83 days from, to him. from the, day that we sat down we're like okay how are we going to make this movie to the day that it launches uh, the greatest reset was a year and a half that was a big boy that but that, dude we went through a, such a big uh that was two and a half hours 30 separate interviews and then did you watch the water yes so I, I made that one and then immediately following that we did these little ones and now this one so this will be my fourth in three years since i met him it's it's a trip how people think that um, it's insane that um, the controllers uh, would use the perfect poison. It didn't come from bat soup in the in the, the Chinese water market or whatever. What they just no, coming they from a bat, things from like a you're just supposed fine. to believe it. So so do you believe there's really there's three theories uh, it came from a, an animal or an evil scientist leak that gain a function or it's just the flu. Uh, bro, well, I'm with Kaufman. What did he so, say? It's just the flu, or he's actually beyond. It's just the flu. He's like, um, there are no viruses. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm I there. Like, I like what he's saying. And he's and and by the way, he's literally not. He didn't make that up. That's not his. He's just the guy who's been most explicit about it. Tom Cowan. Judy Mikovich doesn't believe in it. Judy Mikovich, who worked with uh, 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 Fauci back in the eighties. Uh, she she was not on that either. She yeah. So she thinks viruses she exist, but yeah. she is a proponent of terrain theory. Which if you had Kaufman on, you definitely already heard all about that. I don't think we got too much into terrain theory. No terrain. What is that? Terrain. Yeah, terrain. Not I, terrain. I said terrain. <laughs> kind of like choo choo. The trains don't exist, bro. You've been fooled. <laughs> Amtrak. You, you guys, you guys, believe, you guys uh, believe we landed on the moon, bro? No, bro, bro. That scene, I think you're on the moon. Yeah, you're on the moon. You're as much as on the moon as Neil Armstrong is on the moon. Um, that scene. I am on the moon. Uh, yeah. It's this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Um, Are you in Texas or LA? He's in LA. LA. Hey, can you can you see if you got that that trailer? Yeah. Is, is, you guys, oh, is it? Yep. You guys got that yet? What's his what, if name? He, what if he texted you 
Son of a gun. Oh, I said the wrong. Dude, look up Rumble. Go on Rumble. Type in Stu Peters and go. Uh, just type in these little ones yeah. on Rumble. Yeah, I don't know why these we didn't think of that. These little ones on Rumble. The trailer? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to watch that film, though. That film's a banger, man. Like, it'll make you cry. It'll make you real sad, but then it'll make you happy. Kind of. What's it about? Child sex trafficking and satanic ritual abuse. It's about making like like the whole Trump thing. The reason I got on that is because Trump was supposed to the Q thing was supposed to bring down these pedophiles and all this. None of that happened, you know. Like, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of pedophiles are getting busted, man. Well, yeah, but not like how we were yeah, supposed to have. They just don't. Not, that. Not, not that one. Not that one. There's one more. There's a different one. There's a different one, huh? Yeah. It, well, t- um, right there, right below first. Is that what look. it is? First look. Yeah. Yeah. Bang that one. After this, poor warning signs of dementia. Yeah. Make sure you get that dementia check. Yeah, ivermectin. He was actually told. Can I say this? Eight million. Eight million children vanish each year. So brace yourself, because before this film is over, you will visit the bloody fields of battle. 5,128 a day. 213 per hour. And one every 20 seconds. It is the largest and most pervasive child trafficking ring in the history of the world by sheer money and numbers. Most of these children are found and reunited with their families. But what about the ones we never hear from again? For every neighborhood with 250 homes in it, 14 had satanic ritual abuse taking place. What if at the bottom of this rabbit hole, At the true conclusion of all the research, it was revealed that they told us the truth from the very beginning. What if the world ran, not on labor, or sex, or money, but on blood. Damn. Yeah, so, that looks, that looks uh, pretty fucking dark, man. So what it is, is like, it's putting light onto when like- When does that come out? That's that already been out. out. That was our okay. first one together with Stu. Like after we left that other place and got sued, uh, we uh, moved on to another platform. So we uh, we 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 air our our new documentaries through Stu's channel because Stu like he he he's been a good voice about not backing down from establishment, uh, being very vocal, and we knew we wouldn't have any legal problems with him. So he was a good fit for us. Uh, great guy. We really. Uh, we appreciate of his platform and uh yeah we're, we're real happy that he, he he shows what we do uh with, with not it's not about money for him it's really about truth but 
when you start seeing like uh, celebrities talking about like children's blood and this, bro, this is so real. We don't know what they're doing with these kids. We know these kids are going missing. Some are used for satanic ritual abuse. Some are used for their blood. Uh, Can you punch in and then put it up like uh, how many, I don't know if you'd find that on Google, but it's supposedly there's, maybe they changed it, but 800,000 to a million kids go missing a year. In the United States alone. Yeah. If he said at the beginning of the trailer, the trailer oh, no. gives you the stats. But that was globally. Oh, that was globally. Yeah. What is it globally? You get various different uh, numbers, anywhere between one and eight million. When you per... think about that, if that's true, if that's a real statistic that 800,000 to 1 million kids go missing a year, a lot of people will say uh, most of them are uh, kidnapped by, by their stepdad or, or their real dad. Or it's or like, they, went, they, went, they didn't come home and they called them missing. Like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. But even, even if it's, what if it's 10%? Even, even if it's 100,000 a year, yeah. that's fucking a lot of kids yeah. in the United States, even if it's 100,000. But it's probably fucking more than a million. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the ones that are reported. Maybe they, maybe they report that because it's way more than that. I think you that's absolutely I mean? the case. If you look at VARES. Yo, this is good. Okay. VARES is underreported by a factor of 100 at least. Think about you know what, what that is. You know what that is? It's uh, the vaccine. Injury. Yeah. Adverse reaction. Like, yeah, that's what we it both is. both nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. You guys both got vaccine. <laughs> I got, dude, I'm on my third booster right now, doc. I got all of them. They said, which one did you get? I go, I got all of them. I'm not, I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> I give yeah. myself the vaccine. I go, mm, bitch. <laughs> We still have, I still have four uh, vials sitting in a coffee can in my freezer. Yeah, and, and the Grays Reset, we, we put them under a microscope and looked at that ba- those bad boys. But listen to the bears data. Which one? The, the 1%. Okay, so. This is just death. Anaphylaxis is used as like a, a metric for how many reports go from real life to ending up on bears because anaphylaxis is you have to report it. And that's why they sit you there for 15 minutes. It's like instant. And yeah, it happens within, you know, 15 minutes. Of, like, like, take you it like, so one in 43 anaphylaxis reactions are reported. And that's just anaphylaxis. In this vaccine alone, we have 14,800, 900 reported deaths. Verified on bears. And that's likely less than 1% of the deaths in the United States from the vaccine. My personal belief is that it's like way closer to 0.2%, but that's just me. You're not going to find that number anywhere else. That's just my interpretation of the data. But even if it's just a 1%, that's a million and a half from the shot in the United States alone. And that's just hard kill. So the way that I've broken it down from my own understanding is you have how many people died because they took the shot, how many people are going to die sooner because they took the shot, they have cancer, they have diabetes or whatever, and it's going to accelerate that. And then how many people are not going to be born because the shot was administered Look, to, the, to them or their spouse? The way we got to that died suddenly, like we started seeing like, damn, there's a lot of people dying suddenly. And in the greatest reset, we leave off with that. Like it, this might come. And we were, we were asking each other, if what we said in that movie is true, yep. then we should start seeing a die off like within six months bro 
We yeah. started looking like, oh, dang, oh, dang, yep. this dude died, oh, dang. And everything started like, boom. And then we start talking to the experts, and they're validating all what we're saying. And you're starting to see how it's underreported. And the numbers are scary real that 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 the experts we talked to. We talked to this lieutenant commander. Is that where she is? Colonel. Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. She was uh, active duty, active duty, whistleblower, uh, was a doctor, went to Fort Detrick, came out of there. She says in our film that this was intentional. She goes, I w- I've been in where they train you for if you were to do a mass dispersion of something to to eliminate your enemy. She said we are taught like uh, uh, aerial uh, to like spray, but that wouldn't create what what the outcome needed to be. The water, she said that, but it would dilute and all this. She goes, this was a orchestrated plan to inject millions of people with this death shot. That's what it is. I believe if you have if you have cancer it comes back. You look at how many cancer, that's not even reported. But the biggest thing out of the film is the fertility, bro. We haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. You're talking like two generations is when you'll see the, like really the full scope. So I'm 24 when I'm 70, when I'm 70 years old, I'll have a good handle on really what this shot did. What? No, we're going to see it way quicker than that, bro. Way quicker. Well, you got to go two generations. Not, and then I don't know if those numbers are correct. I mean, the definitely route. within that time period. We're but, already seeing it. We're seeing 20%. For example, like thalidomide and uh, DES. Uh, thalidomide was, a, I think it was a diuretic that was given to pregnant mothers. And then DES, which Teresa talked about, which is synthetic estrogen. It takes between one and two generations to like really see like the birth defects and the congenital deformations. Because we know that this shot um, not only affects the DNA, it rewrites the DNA of the person who took it, but it also affects the sperm and the egg. Yeah. They, it, they did a study, a Japanese study, and they, it were deposited was in the ovaries. This is early, dude. We're talking about this is how messed up things are, and we're less than two years into it? Bro, the, the, the real scary thing is it's, they got it to code in your DNA. You will never get rid of this. Never get rid of this. What about – so? Um, you would say uh, a certain percentage was um, just saline solution. Oh, yeah. The way they stored it, if you got out of that grocery store, a lot of like Dr. Ryan Cole, he's in the film. He's, he's a pathologist. He's like, some of these people got lucky because people come to us. Well, I took it. I'm not dead. Well, you might have not have got the, the death one, uh, the, the real potent one. The efficacy of it probably might have not lasted. That's why they're going to keep on giving these boosters, these once a year boosters. One, it's profitable. But when people say, like, Robert Malone was like, it's ineptitude and whatever like this. It's funny because in that film, we're, we're red pilling him about WEF, all this. And he's like, not really believing it. He's calling them conspiracy theories. And then you see in our film, six months later, Later, he's on with uh, Infowars and he starts talking about there's these guys who came over to my house and they were telling me about all these things in the World Economic Forum. And I was like, that's a conspiracy theory. And then I started reading and he changed his tune, flipped him around. Uh, people don't understand how evil the people in the inventor, the inventor of the mRNA technology, Dr. Robert Malone. Yeah. So he, how did he flip? What's he saying now? He just 
he was skeptical that any of this was orchestrated. Yeah, he called it ineptitude. Like uh, people at the DMV messed up your life. Yeah, he thought it was incompetence. And then after maybe we spoke, that, him, maybe saying I'm going far enough, you know, and I'm going to save my life by saying incompetence. I don't want to get into the conspiracy theories. Just be glad I did. He this can't far. get. Yeah, he can't you know because I mean? because one thing is. He invented the thing that's killing people or helped invent the technology, right? So he's got to save face for some sensibility within him. You know, he can't say I made the death shot, but then he couldn't believe that he, he didn't want to believe that there were people orchestrating this. But bro, he's never heard of WEF before. He's a scientist. He's focused on this like particular thing. A lot of these people who are like, uh, like really uh, high level in their field, they don't know shit about anything else. They're so blind. They got blinders on just to whatever. Me, I don't think I'm an expert in much of anything, but I'm a jack of all trades. I want to know about as much as I can. And uh, so, like, we we told him everything, and, and he really wouldn't believe in it until he started seeing it. And good for him. At least he he, he wanted to not stick his head in the sand that much. He oh, so you're saying he made a 180 in a more truthful way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You saw it. I thought he tucked his tail. In our film, he in our film because you see him in our film at the beginning, like in the I don't know the the sixty minute mark. Then we show him six months later. He's on Infowars talking about us and believing what we said. So okay. you see him flip in the oh, movie. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay. It's okay, a trip. That's good news. It's good. <laughs> I thought like, yeah. damn, he flipped. He went back. He, He's or, no. or I thought maybe he just wasn't pushing that that far. Cause sometimes you're like, dude, I'm going to give you this information. I'll say this, but I'm not going to say all this other he, stuff. He, he didn't out. believe that evil. Kids. Like the only way you believe this is if you believe in good and evil. Otherwise you're just, it's like humans are making mistakes. Yeah, bro. We are in a battle of good and evil and there are sinister people out there and there are demonic uh, oppressions upon these people. There is no doubt, and the only way you truly see this is in a spiritual battle. That's it for me. That's how that's how I see it, and that's how it just you can't have that amount of evil without it being other than some kind of demonic force about them. Um, you guys have two trailers, right, to your movie? We have a few, yeah. There's a there's a two minute and twenty second what, what one. It, can can you uh, how how do we find the other trailer? I want to watch another trailer. Okay, go on go on the, the Stu Peters Network, or, and you'll see one with the doctor on it. Uh, up 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 up. Yep, that, that guy. Okay, let's see that one. Boom. First, you gotta see. Hey, Donald do you Trump. want Donald Trump to be president again, Eddie? You, you gotta check yeah. one of those boxes. Are you gonna vote in this election? I have my. Here we go. I have my fingertips on the pulse of obstetrical outcomes. I mean, I'm on track for seeing a huge number of patients this year. I mean, at one point in time this year, I was on track to see 9,000. So I, I know what's going on. And I've seen death and destruction like I've never seen before. We're talking about a 12,000-fold increase in menstrual abnormalities. And it makes sense. It makes sense because the vaccine causes a significant inflammatory effect. Anything that causes inflammation in my business causes damage, injury, death, and destruction in pregnancy. We've known that for half a century.
Hi, Michelle. This is uh, Nick and Matthew. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So before the vaccines came out, there were one to two fetal demises every two or three months. You would see one. I finally had enough when I got this email the other day. It said that there was a record number of fetal demises and that there were 22 of them in one month. And in this email, it said that it's projected to increase each month. So you can't, Damn. you can't look at that number 22 yeah. and think about it in terms of 22. You have yeah. to think about it in relation to what it is in the past over the year, what the averages are. And that's why I like the concept of a Sigma or a standard deviation is helpful. Cause like, so another stat, there's been a 40% increase in all cause morbidity and mortality since the vaccines came out okay a one in 200 year black swan plague war is 10 percent increase in all cause morbidity mortality this is that's it so it's 40 percent is a 12 sigma 12 standard deviations above the mean and that's being reported from insurance companies who are actually paying out the cash for this um so when you hear 22 in August, you can't think, well, 22, that's like, okay, it's sad, but 22 is a small number. That's a 40 standard deviation increase above the mean. That's like one in all of human history never happens before to a population. And then you look at uh, all the, what, what he's saying about these birth effects and you look at the Pfizer trial, it just correlates with what their, the Pfizer study was. No one had a one person had a great a, a successful pregnancy. Yeah, one out of two hundred and seventy four they recorded a successful pregnancy. Now we know people who have taken the shot and have had healthy kids. Yeah. So we know it's not one in two hundred and seventy four. But the point is, is that there's some percentage between those two that is unlike anything we've ever seen before. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. That there is a push to when those people are doing these Malthusian charts they're trying to achieve that goal and when bill gates says lower the population by 10 to 15 percent with vaccines he means it like he literally means that and that's he's on the he's on the good side of it there's people from the club of rome who want to down to a a, a, a billion and then you go look at the georgia guystones they want it at 500 million so got to kill off 7.3 billion to get there and how do you do it you 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 can't do it with war because I asked Steve Kirsch. He's a big, he was, he was a huge Democrat donor. He was not on the side of anti-vax, totally vax happy, loved it. He took it. His family took it. Yeah. He got injured and then he started calling Democratic donor, like the, uh, the uh, politicians that he donated to, they wouldn't return his call. And he was like, what? what? And you know, so he kind of was like, I'm going to put my money where I, he, he offered one million, two million, three million, four million, just to debate the scientists or the CDC on COVID and the vaccines, and none of them would take it. 
none of them would take that that million, two million dollars. Just this is a bait. Just have a conversation about it publicly. Because <laughs> he said, if you can prove, and this was a separate wager, I think. This is kind of back where I get my my main point about like how we know this is orchestrated. Kirsch offered, uh, I think it was also a million dollars, if you could show that one decision that was made by a health authority was the correct decision. Just a good decision, like you you chose the right cologne. Out of all of the decisions that they made, they picked any correct one at any point over the last two years. And he's like, if you can prove that, I'll give you a million dollars. And to me, I think like statistically of the, I don't know, let's say there was 1500 decisions, important, meaningful, strategic health related decisions over the last two years. How do you get every single one of them wrong? Unless you're trying to, like, if you have a Scantron and you're taking a multiple choice test, you'll get like a 30%. They didn't get a 30%. Every decision was pointed in one direction, which was to maximize the amount of dead people. But that's why it's so calculated, bro. That's a plan. I that's like, that. do not mess this plan up. Yeah. Plandemic, scamdemic. Yeah, they planned this shit. This wasn't just something that came up, oh, like, organic. That's why you go look at Event 201, bro. They just laid it out there, and they're so brash, and they don't give a damn that. Who, dude, none of them are going to go to jail. They got away with Epstein, and nothing happened, bro. How come, they're how all come, on the black how, Epst- how come Epstein got away with it? I mean, or didn't get away with it. Uh, well, how come no, Maxwell didn't get away with it? He ain't dead. How come, how come Luke Brunel didn't get away with it? Those are Epstein, like prolific, you think Epstein died? prolific child traffickers. They all you got think, they all went down. You think Epstein died? Uh, I I don't know. That's well, the tape, the, the, but the I don't tape know went away. I don't know nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just I, saying. I do know that it was either staged and fake or it was real. That on Trump's watch. Epstein went down, Ghislaine Maxwell went down, and uh, uh, John Luke Brunel went down. That's huge. And but, then that other Epstein, guy, that other nothing guy, happened, shot, though. There's another. Nothing what was happened. supposed to happen? Were they supposed to get burned down the stake? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, they, the black book that contained everybody that hey, they it's had early, dog. It's early. Bro, they have tapes Justice of them. moved slow. Justice justice moves slow. My favorite back when I was on the full full bore on the Q train was like I would see something on Twitter and they were like, we have pictures of Gitmo and they're building more Gitmo. I'm like, let's go, boys. We're building more Gitmo. Come on. And they're like, let's go. Here are planes and they're flying over Gitmo. I'm like, let's go. Over it's, it feels good to have that uh, Lone Ranger runs off in the sunset, kill the bad guy, but uh, I don't see it in this film. Okay, okay, we're fucked. All right, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> but don't want to get you there's down. No way, there's no way the New World Order wins, and we can thrive on our own and just be outside I, the New World Order. I think it's impossible. Is. If the New World Order gonna win, if they're gonna win, we are finished finished they're gonna come after you you ever read atlas shrugged huh you ever read atlas shrugged no yeah i've read four books my whole life <laughs> i've written more books than i've read there you go did you read there the books go. that you read no that you wrote I even i haven't even read those Dang. yeah i swear <laughs> uh, the the premise of uh, the premise of atlas shrugged is withdraw there is a, there is a door number three. The door number three is uh, a very very small number of people who 
who are on the right side of history, instead of trying to fight or trying to endure, they leave. Mm. They're gone, vanish. They all end up in the same place and they leave the rest of it to get burned to the ground or whatever happens and they come back when it's done. They let, they it's let 1,200 it pages, so that'll be like 50 lifetimes of your book quotas, but I highly oh recommend God. it. Oh, yeah. That's going to be hard, dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, uh, I can't. You got lots of stuff you. to do, bro. You got lots of documentaries to watch. You can't be reading. I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, for the record, I never read it either, but I've listened to the audiobook. Yeah. It's uh, excellent. Oh, no, I listen to audiobooks. I, I, yeah, I, re- I listen to Paul Stanley's audiobook that I've listened to maybe like four audiobooks, but you can't count that shit driving yeah. around listening to our, you can't count that no no listen to the eustace mullins books though he's on yeah. youtube someone someone uh put that on youtube they're great I, man i've read a lot of magazines I, people don't ever give magazines any credit i was That's a big right. magazine guy i was always at the magazine store looking for you know football info and space, yeah, yeah. space info and fucking shark magazine i used to go to the <laughs> library first the first place i would go on defy go to the library and go look at the shark you hit that nat geo up bring out the shark books and dine Eddie, when did when did you because every Everybody starts as a globe globe tart. When did you go? Wait a second. Well, I never believed that we landed on the moon. I mean, maybe as a kid, but real. Yeah. As soon as I could like think about shit and like watch the video and stuff, um, it didn't take very much for me to figure that one out. So I always knew <clears throat> NASA when in regards to the moon landings was a shady as fuck. Um, so, and then. Um, well, then, then you got to take take Elon then, because Elon's on that same trip, you know. So is he is he is he cucking you on that, and then we believe everything else? Or hey, I didn't is, say. Hey, listen, I never said I'm like believing Elon. I'm just saying, damn, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. That's what I'm saying because you know? I like some stuff, but I then he's doing I, the SpaceX looking, thing. I know some very powerful people, and they're not Illuminati. I know that for sure. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is not Illuminati. Would you say that joke? Would you say, because I, I listened to that early stuff with Ryan and you and when, when, when you guys were looking all like how we look right now and before it got all famous and he, he did change his positions on things. And I get it. You got to protect that nest egg. But but that happens when when you don't have that freedom, you know, because because, you know, that Joe used to think a lot of different things. Yeah, the moon thing, I think he's back on the moon landing may have been fake. I think he's back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. He. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I really I don't know. know. I, I don't know. We got on a lot of arguments about that. And good. And good. But in a loving way, that's your bro. You know, you yeah, got to be yeah. able to do that. And he totally thinks I'm a retard for flat earth. I mean, that 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 hurts him inside. I, I could see it. He got yeah. little, it hurts him. He can't believe that I'm that retarded. He's like, I can't. Yeah. I used to yeah. trust you. And now you're talking about. See, that's how I was. So like yeah. in 2015, um, I'm on. It's, it's, I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast and yeah. Joe, Joe said, Hey man, he was trying to uh, uh, use a metaphor on, on explaining how stupid, yeah. stupid somebody was. And he goes, yeah. dude, there's people fucking that still believe the earth is flat. And, and you're I like remember, this. And I remember thinking, <laughs> and I remember thinking, damn, no way. There's still people that like, well, who the Amish? I was like, like what? The That's Amish. retarded. I wasn't even paying attention. 
I was balls deep in space documentaries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Space you dude, I was the master of space documentaries. Neutron yeah. star, fucking super hypernova. I knew all that shit. I would like study that shit, watch it over and over again. All that shit, the science channel. I was balls deep in space, dog. And every now Black and then. Holes every and now all and then. I'd have stacks of the BBC universe and I'll yeah. watch. I'm going to pull out episode fucking eight, dog. <laughs> this one's on the sun. I love it. It's my favorite one. The, the sun. sun's so far, oh my God. bro. I, I was watching all sorts of dark. If, if that was a documentary on the sun, shit, you know, I'm going to watch that shit. And, um, but then every now and then I would just, I would, I would kind of like, you know, pop into reality. I'm like, wait a minute. Not one second of this footage that I'm watching in all these documentaries is, uh, actual footage it's all cgi and yeah. then i would then i go oh they must have a good reason boom and then that was it you know and then i go back and i try to memorize um space statistics <laughs> and uh, years and shit and then another time i'm uh i'm at i'm in class teaching and i'm bullshitting maybe i'm talking about a conspiracy theory or something and uh um uh one of my students said hey man do you ever look into flat earth and uh no no the first guy that said that was a guy named manny one of my mm -hmm. students goes you ever look into flat earth i'm like fuck dude i can't ever trust you ever again dog and he used to be one of my you know uh students that i could talk conspiracy theories with and he said yeah but he went too deep ever, on that. have you ever looked into flat earth i was like oh my god i'll never Manny's talk a fucking I'll idiot never, i'll never <laughs> talk to this guy seriously again i'll be cordial but i can't trust yeah. this dude that's how i really felt. this is 2015 i'm like 45 years old i'm a grown-ass man and yeah. then another guy like within a year or something um a student of mine Ernest, he looked over and goes you ever look into flat earth i'm like fuck dude god <laughs> Don't please don't ever bring that. What was the first thing that convinced you? Or like that maybe like I'm getting I'm almost yeah. there. And then he goes, so I was like, he saw like my disappointment. And and then I decided, like, dude, like, how can you be that dumb? I go, on my phone, on my motherfucking iPhone, the default setting was a picture of Earth from space. That was the default setting on your iPhone. Doesn't it make sense now? But for me, I was like, I see that thing every day and you're going to tell me we live on a fucking yeah. pancake. Get the fuck out of here. You're retarded. You know? So um, then we started texting and he was sending me the links. He goes, he goes just go to, go to Google and punch in uh, Earth picture of earth from space i'm like okay i went i'm like boom and uh and then he said check to see if they're real or or maybe i decided maybe i just ended up there on my own or maybe he suggested it i don't know exactly how i got on to google but earth from space i had punched that in and right away i'm like damn look at these pictures they do kind of look cgi-ish i mean these are cartoonish and then I'd, I'd i'd click on the picture and it would take me to a nasa.gov yeah oh shit and right there i'm like i thought nasa was only about the moon i didn't know they controlled all space yep. uh, knowledge i had no idea yeah. i thought nasa was just the moon thing so you mm -hmm. can't trust nasa and then real quick i'm like oh shit nasa running all this space shit and um so right there i was like okay we got a problem okay okay damn there might be something to this did and you then, start looking at the footage that that footage that they you can view all the footage of them on playing golf on the moon and all that nonsense. Yeah, it's just, it's just the, all the fake pictures, just right. Just that like, 
all these pictures of fucking there. They all look different. And, it's and so then they're like, obvious. we lost all the technology in a flood in our storage center. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, they, but that's how they do it. They can just throw out anything and what are you going to do? You know, yeah, and there's what? all, there's all these, uh, real scientific flat earth debates that I can't, you know, I have no business being in, you know, there's, yeah. a guy named, there's a guy named Nathan Oakley every day on his show. It's called flat earth debate. He every day does a live uh, uh, challenge. Like anybody want to come on? This guy crushes everybody. He's super scientific. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm a flat earther, but I focus on, you know, just the obvious shit. You know what I mean? Every picture of Earth from space is CGI. You can't get a real fucking picture. Well, I think That's one of the things that I've right seen there. you emphasize on, on Rogan and elsewhere is the you've you've pushed back against the posture that people have like for flat earth about it like not even just you can't talk about it but that you're an idiot yeah, like you think yeah. the earth's flat and then the response is like the amount of assumptions that you are making about what you think you know like you're the retard here you're accusing me of this and then it's so funny because i have these conversations with friends and i've gotten to the point now where i don't give a damn if you think i'm a flat earther i'm not trying to like hide it i'll lead with it i'll be like do you think the earth's a sphere you know i was i was pretty quiet about it for like a year and a half and yeah and now i don't care but what's so funny to me is you have people who disagree with me friends of mine there's round that's the one thing i can't get on board with you nick like yeah okay they're stealing kids they always all say right. that <laughs> they're murdering billions of people all right but the earth is a freaking ball and there isn't there is not a single thing that i say that they can refute not a single one they got they got us good man you know i when you know i have a son and you go to the the children's department in uh, oh yeah every children's department is just it's dinosaurs, dinosaurs and, and space it, it, yeah yeah NASA. well jackson oh. his his son we asked him one time uh why what shape is the earth and he's like it's it's around it's a ball and we're like well why and he's like it's that's what it is and we're like well how do you know and he's like there's a like a globe in like the classroom it, it, i see it every day and he's and this was when he was eight and i'm like it's done. It's already in there. It's in his head. Oh yeah. Every, and, uh, dude, all the cartoons with space. Ooh. Yeah. And I'll let him, be, I'll let him believe. So he's not that kid at school, but then I'll tell him, I was like, so Jackson, you know what I do? And I, I take pictures and I do, how can I take a picture of the moon and it's clear and we're traveling through space at thousands of miles and we're, we're rotating at the exact same speed, son. And the stars never ever leave their point of view on the earth forever like those are the, the the easy ones you know what i'm saying imagine when you, you could have a flat earth debate uh with anybody and they'll never ever bring up the pictures they'll never say look there's pictures <laughs> you know why because you can't bring up the pictures and that right there boom why yeah. can't you bring up the pic you can't bring them up and also, they never what, say, look, look at the picture. They never say, look at the picture. That's what is the motive? Because they know they're it. fake. Then, then, then you look at, for me, it's like, why? Why would they do this? This elaborate. What's the, the motive? Well, it's because they can control any narrative. Like, there's like, we are just insignificant. We're just this, like, whatever this, these, like, we came from amoebas and we're just happy to be floating around on this earth. There's no, there's no purpose 
You know, yeah. it's just chaos. And we're just, let us, the smart ones, worry about how we're going to survive on this chaotic world with no meaning, with no nothing. Uh, that's that's the psyop. That's it, what it is. One of Joe's early specials about, like, we're a monkey on a rock in a vacuum. And he's like, that's crazy. And it's like, you're right. Yeah, that is fucking retarded, bro. Yeah. It's literally not what's happening. <laughs> to think there's no purpose or anything He's like, you it. took a pot gun me and I realized pictures. I can talk to dolphins. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there was like video of the earth from space in real time and you could just see the whole fucking, you can't, they never show you the whole fucking. How about thing. if we just, just went like, back to the moon? Like the, it's always that, that view that. Yeah. Yeah. End it. And then, and then they put a little fucking satellite thing on the side, a little solar panel. Always got to have a solar panel. <laughs> it's they got the solar panel. And then they, 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 they're, they're probably like, a hundred thousand feet up they're in some high altitude craft yeah and then they just all they dude the fisheye lens dude people are getting fooled by the fisheye lens. yeah that's yeah. the most obvious effect that's so obvious and they're like nope there's a curve <laughs> yeah all they need is a little fisheye lens that's all they so need. it's like you look at that you look at the thing with what happened with kennedy then you, like 9 11 was my that was my thing that was the the thing that i that woke me up to be like Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to do all this. Policy's going to change. TSA, all the Patriot Act over this. And you find in the, the passports and the rubble. And then we're bombing this country. That's what did it for me. And, and and after that, there's no turning back. I just don't believe anything the government said after that. Like the Kennedy, I was like, because I was like 21 when, when that happened. So I remember it was one of those moments where you remember where you, you were. Kennedy was assassinated? No, no, no. When, uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> The Kennedy thing was a bunch hey, of crap. I, I didn't believe that. Uh, but there's got to be there's got to be gay porn where there's like a there's like a like they're at TSA boom and then they get patted down and then boom they they go oh, at it right. How, how do I respond to this? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good idea though for role playing. <laughs> Bro, the way that, they that touch was, your balls, dude. The way they touch your balls, I know they're doing with the back of your hand. I dude, know it's oh, less nerve. It's less nerve. So, do you opt out? No, no he's I got touch your balls. No, I let him touch. Got, my, I opt out. Oh yeah, yeah, I do opt out. Yeah, so you get the. We're, we're gonna go over the back with the back of our hands under the subsidized areas. Do you have any well, medical I got, devices? Dude, I got TSA dog. Now you got TSA pre-check, bro. Got He's got pre-check dog. Okay. Yes, so that's that's so if you're gonna travel me, you gotta have TSA. And I didn't. I didn't until like this past year. Dude, you don't have to so, take your shoes off. Damn, Eddie. I, like I took. I took like 175 flights with this guy. He walks right through. I opt out of the millimeter wave every single time. I start telling them what their script is, and I just have to stand there while they're going like this up, man. He's taking he's taking photos of me at every single one. <laughs> the guy's bending down like all face up and his nuts and stuff. There's got to be dudes that show up drunk. Uh, like TSA. Oh, bro, those are they're like, those dude, are the same a, guys working. They're gonna be like, hell yeah, let me. You want to opt out, dog? <laughs> you know that five G's bad for you, bro. <laughs> oh, that shit. That shit'll unzip your DNA. <laughs> They've been stroking it like this at home because that's how they used to feel. <laughs> 
I wonder if guys get busted. In the back of the head. I wonder, you know, obviously there's guys that probably get drunk and enjoy it, but there's probably guys that fucking hate it. So when they do it, they don't really touch your dick that much. They just no, bro, they, they probably, found they probably get uh, reprimanded by their su- supervisors. Yeah, you like, get you are not get touching it. their dick enough. And like they fucking give them strikes and shit. Oh, yeah. On your yeah. Last strike, dog. You got to hit you that call and get down balls. that butthole. Yeah, you got to get in. You got to get in, dog. You're doing nothing. They're, they could have a bomb <laughs> under their ball. They're the ones who failed at going to the doctor, the butthole school. So they went to the Oh yeah, the guys that guys they, that's their part time job. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no. <laughs> it's all good. I do it for my country. Terrorism and shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, we just like, you know what's it's crazy is we just block it out. Like I just block it. I go, this dude's touching my dick and my balls, and I gotta travel, dog. Like you just accept that you're like, what do you can't just you can't dwell over it. You the crazy thing is when we are traveling, push through. When we were traveling through the pandemic, uh, whatever it was, like everybody was wearing masks, but we would not wear masks in the airport. Uh, we were, we would, and you'd have people like the Seven Eleven guy in the airport would be screaming at you for like it, it gave this uh, uh, amount of power to people who shouldn't like, have any power because they didn't achieve whatever in their life. So they were, you know, they. So, but it empowered these people to scream at you, and me and him would walk around airports. And be, be, I was doing it for kids so kids could see a face. You know how long it went for kids in certain places didn't see a human's face? Like, think about that, bro. That was, not, it was only two years ago. Dude, I'd be walking around the supermarket fucking pissed, dude. Oh, I'd no. Have, I'd have my nose out. Dude, <laughs> you, all, you know, only the savages have their noses out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time you see a dude, like, I would have thought there would be a lot more dudes with their noses out. You yeah. know, but there's, you go to a supermarket that was like, one dude and you guys like like you feel like a savage you like give him a hug and everything yeah, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> i'm just waiting for people to say shit oh bro having my nose out just waiting oh, bro. We're, we're in one of those you're like triangle trump bitch <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh, man. what about was, that I was, I was the supermarket? You had to walk through a certain area. I'd be like, oh, hey, man. I'd be like, oh, you're like, I'm the wrong arrow and shit. People like, like, freaking out. Did you have the arrows in the supermarket? Oh, dude. Dude, I just mm, remember I'm thinking, hey, there's going to be some dumb shit, man. Dumb shit that we're going to look back at. Those, all those plastic fucking oh, barriers. Bro. Dude, there's a gas station by my house that I always stop at. And this dude, God rest his <laughs> soul, I'm sure he's a good person. Because these yeah. people just have big hearts. They just don't want to kill nobody. But still, to this day, in the, in yep. the gas station, you go in. The, he's got a plastic sheet, like, <laughs> like a bag that he tapes. And he's never and he's clean. Got, he's got gloves. He's got yeah. blue, them blue medical gloves. Yeah. And he's got one of them N95, the, the fucking, like the real, <laughs> the big fucking cones. New feeling <laughs> This dude is serious, dude. Bro, we were on one of those trains that you go to the air, you know, from, from terminal to terminal. And I don't have my mask on. Everybody's true. This chick's sitting there. She has fans that are dispersing air, triple mass, and I'm talking to him. And they're like, stop talking. Stop. Dude, they almost, I'm like getting in a fight with this guy because he's going to defend this girl with the fans blowing off. And I'm like, look at that name. Like, but we're about to go down right here. And he's not paying attention to me because he, he kind of don't want that conflict. But 
I like that conflict. I like sticking that. Like, I love it, you know, giving it to them. If you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. The difference oh, in disposition. Before, before they gave, before they gave uh, a lot of power to those stewardess, you don't fuck with, like, after a while, you don't fuck Oh, damn. You damn you that fucking nose. If you have your nose out and they say anything, they could ban you from fucking Bro, put you on a our production company was called Please and Thank Yous because all I'd go into place and go, look, I just need pleases from you and thank yous because before you would give me the peanuts in the water and that's all. And you, you know, would you like some? Uh, uh, oh, please. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'm here. And then it was like, Nazi time, like I can, uh, you better put that mask on, or, or you know, like, or they'd I, wake you up, you'd be asleep, and they'd be like doing this, like waking you up. Your nose is so, out. Yeah, your I'm nose using is all like out. shirt over the head, so I wouldn't yeah. wear the mask. Yeah, they knock you in it, like, dude, bro, I was, was so crazy. pissed off. But before they got the power. I talk shit on a stewardess, man. I talk shit on her. She came through and I'm like, bitch, just, my nose is out. So what? So what? My nose is out. Like, and she was like, oh, shit, for real? I go, yeah, yeah, bitch. Like I was, and then she goes, oh, okay. And she walked in from like, fuck this bitch. I'm like, fuck. I was, I was talking shit. And she took off. She went to the front and then we landed. Uh oh. And I go, when I walk back, back past this bitch, when I yeah. walk past her, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Yeah. I'm so pissed off. Um, it was, it, you know, like, dude, it's, try being on a five-hour flight with your fucking, with a diaper on your face. Bro, we were traveling international. It was even more crazy. Uh, uh, the so hotels. Hold so hold on. So I'm walking out, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm like at the back of the, the plane, and I'm walking out, and, I'm, and I see her. She's right oh, there. Yeah. Where you make a left, she's right there at the end. And as I approach, as I'm like, you know, there's like 10 people between us, she dips out and goes Ooh. out. I'm like, oh, shit. And then she dips out and goes out to where, you know, uh, to the airport. The and, and as, yeah, to, to the get gate. You on that list. As I'm walking out, as I'm walking out, I saw that a cop was talking to a dude oh. who just walked out. I saw a dude walk out and she pointed him out. She goes, that's the guy. That's the guy. So there was another guy that was talking shit. So she uh -huh. wanted to get us both. So the guy was in front of me and I saw that. She called him out. They had one cop and the cop stopped him questioned him and i said bloop i just you kept walking, I was, walking past. I was gone i just fucking I, was, I bolted i didn't even look back i covered my nose dude <laughs> i go i was gone and i could hear the bitch behind me i could go? but i just kept going i was power walking covered my nose and i just kept going and then she gave up on me boom and i was gone she gave up on me thank yeah. god another dude stood up you know, because yeah. I would have been arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Like, I was looking for like, where are the real G's here? Where are the where where are the men? Where are you just gonna allow this? Like, it, it blew me away how quick the media could control populace. It was yeah. it was insane. It was a litmus test. So back, like, I think this was not the fool. It, they got a lot out of it. Just like Agenda 21, they got a lot out of that plan. Uh, this, they got a lot out. But the next one that comes. Bro, get ready, cause uh, they they know how far it's how far can you push the line, and it, dude, they went real far with this one, bro. And now yeah, we're yeah, but, but there's so many people awake. They try to go full blown with monkeypox. Monkeypox. Yeah, no, no, I didn't believe that shit. That, that of that, course, dude, but no yeah. one else did either. So it's no, like, yeah, but it's like it didn't go to where they were gonna go. They're you know? gonna, dude, it ain't gonna work no more, man. So the next they, one, they blew their wad. They blew their. They have to escalate. They blew their wad. They have to escalate, and the only thing they can escalate to is one of two things: either a nuclear war or aliens. That's yes. it. 
That's yeah, problem. Blue Beam's coming. Project yeah, Blue they Beam. Need, they need a uh, 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 worldwide war. They do need yes. that. If, yeah, they got to unify them, the world to have that d- dictator to rule the world. That's what they want. They want the That's unification. That's going to save them. If, that, yeah. if the New World Order happens, then all those corrupt politicians that have investigations on their ass, all those, they have those indictments or possible indictments. There's a lot of motherfuckers. You, you just got to, you just got to like, um, if no one goes to jail from this, then you know it's it, dude. They killed so many people, bro. So many people died. A lot of shits happening though, man. A lot of shits happening. Show they me try one to go, conviction. Did... What? I just want to see one conviction. Just one. Nobody's there's nothing. No fines. No nothing. They could arrest every single person in office right now, and they would absolutely do nothing. It would do nothing. It won't happen. That's just what I'm saying. No, but just, like the arrest don't mean shit. Like, so what if they, if they, they arrest, won't happen, if they, they arrested, won't if happen. they arrested, if they right tonight, they arrested, uh, or back when we wanted it to happen, what, like uh, inauguration day, whatever. Let's yeah. just say they arrested Hillary, Obama, Pelosi, Schumer, Nadler, Adam Schiff. Uh, yeah. Throw Newsom in there, you know, yeah. for a goof. Uh, Como. They all they, got arrested. They all, all got arrested. should go to jail. Would, would that would that save the world? It, it would help. It would at least it would progress it to something like at least something. They would it's replace nothing. Now we know how powerful and how deep and wide the deep state runs through corporations. It's now we see it. We didn't see that shit five years ago. Bro, we didn't know the, this shit. The shit we know now. Would you say there's knew. a great awakening happening? There is a great awakening happening, but there also is a great reset happening. They're both. They're battling. Yes. Some, and and that which one's going to win? And you know what? They try to go full blown with monkeypox. Every if you pay attention to politics and a lot of people don't like paying attention and I get it. A lot of people just don't. But if you don't, you really don't know what's happening. And if you pay attention, I pay attention every day. A lot of good shit's happening. And, and, and you do, but if you're not paying attention, you would never know. But a lot of good, a lot of voting laws and the people are awake and they're, it's harder to cheat. Look what well, happened. Look, man. If, if you well, pay attention to, because they all can't be scumbags. There's got to be some good. There people. are some good. There, are, there, yeah, there, are. there has to be. And what do they do? Who are they? Who are they? Find them. Put all the demons in one side and then put on the uh, true patriots on one side. Like, who are the true patriots? Pay attention. Are they making a difference? Can they make a difference? Who are they all? It's not just Trump. It's a bunch of people. And what are they doing? Damn. Well, that's a lot, there's a lot that's, of shit going on. That's there's why we do what we do. On. That's why we do what we do. Because if nothing else, in 10 years, if that the worst happened, at least those people who are there in 20, 30, 50 years, they'll go back and look like, there were people there who cared and there were people who documented what these these demons did. And if Hell that's yeah. all we can achieve, great. Hell but yeah. what we can do is make it in the what we make movies, not for the people like you and like we know this stuff. I want to enlighten someone who's totally bought in. That's what I want. I want them to poop. I want that Robert Malone to be like, oh damn. I, I, I've been blind my whole life. It's now happening I see. with you. You're paying attention to the, the celebrity. It seems it seems like it's happening or it's a trick like bill Maher. bill Maher's coming out and just and a lot of people are coming out and crushing the left man what's bill Maher saying bill Maher saying it's not the left it was when i uh yeah. play play my clip from he, oh, he, he's he on talking Twitter? a lot of shit on oh the, no it's not on that one like bill Maher is he, it's it's kind of it's pretty viral that bill Maher is also waking up dude bill Maher is also about depopulation exactly is it real or fake Bill Maher is on camera in our film talking about there's too many people in the world. We need to get less people. 
Maybe he it's believed just, it. Maybe he believed it. And he's wearing the red shoes, too. You think he could be on the You think, you think, oh, oh is he? Oh, yeah. Google him, Jamie, or, what, or whoever your producer is. Google that guy. Uh, red shoes, Mar. Bill Mar, red shoes? Yeah. Punch it up. You'll see it. Now, I don't own a pair of red shoes just in case you caught me once wearing them. I don't want to be associated with that. You can CGI red shoes on <laughs> easily. He's on the moon, though, too, so it might be fake. <laughs> come on. Come on, Google. Come on, Borderland. Are you Googled it? Oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. Boom. Top left. Top left. Bam. I love how, like, the, there's just a giant cube. Oh, he's a wiener. Oh, he's a wiener. Damn. I don't know, just because he's wearing red shoes. Come I don't on, know, come on, Eddie. Come it on, could be fake. they could be fake. They could easily be fake red shoes. Come on. Do you I know? Don't know. Uh, I don't know. You just never know. There's a lot of hoaxes going on. Do you know, know Bill Maher personally? I don't know him personally. I don't You're know. You're carrying the water. See that, I've, like, I've gone through this and, and been fooled so many times. I hear you. And I'm like, okay, th that could easily just be brown shoes that they see. I know, I know. It, it, but it he is for depopulation, too. Hey, look, but I don't, I don't get know. Sued by I don't Bill know. Maher. But, 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 like, let's say maybe Bill Maher thought that was that a good shit thing. is real. Tony Podesta's Red Shoe Brigade is super real. Okay. Have you ever seen that uh, Madeline, Madeline McCain? You ever looked into that disappearance with the Podestas? The one in, the one in France and, and supposedly. Uh, Portugal. Oh, yeah, something like that. And then supposedly the Podestas has something to do with it or something. And just I'm just saying. Or is it I'm just saying, look into it. I don't know. That's that, Is that the one? You brought it yes, up. That is, no, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. one. That's it. That's it. They just have some sketches that look like them from people who said they might have been around. Okay. Okay. I don't know nothing about nothing. I ain't, I'm talking to me. I don't know, too. You know, I'm I just know nothing. You know? <laughs> uh, for all we know, the Podestas are great people. Who knows? <laughs> hey, I love their artwork. Their artwork I think they probably their walnut sauce. I hear is phenomenal. The I walnut don't know. sauce. I, don't I took know. them to. Uh, I took them to Ping Pong Pizza. Yeah, I, dude. James Elefantis said hi to me. Yeah, the the pizza good there. I ain't lie. It's good. You're trying he to make a the, move on you? No, he didn't. I was, it was freaky. They ate the pizza. I can't believe it. We went to Comet Ping Pong. I refused to go in. Then I acquiesced. We went in and they were like, well, I'm hungry. The so pizza. they literally got pizza. They ate pizza there. I did. Can you believe it? I, um, it was that very is good crazy. pizza. I thought you guys were joking. I didn't eat pizza. No, he didn't. I did. I had a goat cheese pizza. It was good. Yeah, goat. Yeah. Literally goat. You know. I looked for the basement. I didn't see the basement. I did look look super around and they were like they got me, the security got me and asked me what I was doing around there. Yeah, I wonder why it's goats that um have milk that we drink. It's goats and cows. I wonder why not deer milk and Yeah, what's up with deer milk, dude? Yeah. He why loves not? milk. This guy's a milk he, he loves up? breast milk. Do, do pigs have milk? milk? What's do, that? Do pigs have milk? Is Yeah, they're mammals. Anything with titties got milk. Man, but cows got some big ass titties. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, that's where all the milk's at. Damn. You, I wonder, um, isn't it weird how the, the Hindus worship cows? Or is that? Yeah. Uh, is that no, real? that's real. That, if, if, if it's real. Well, it's are Hindus crazy. Real? Yeah, Hindus, Hindus are worship, real. Oh, okay. Hindus worship cows. Yet that's what we, and this, that's, isn't that crazy? What a coincidence. There's, there's, isn't there like a million animals? And we, we pick. And they the ones choose they the worship. cow. Dude, I, he, wonder, he I wonder if that was coincidental. 
No like, such thing. When did we start eating cows and why? Cows uh, I would say as soon as there were cows. As soon as there were cows and we were aware of them, we were probably like, we are eating everything. Why, are there wild cows? Do they survive in the wild? That's <laughs> a great question. I've never heard of a wild cow. That is a good question. Are there wild cows? Yeah. Damn. I never thought of that. Yeah. You don't see them. Well, I would and, assume that in early Native American days, sure. And, yeah. That's fake. What if we already fucking, established that. What if, what, if, what if there used to be cows with big tusks and shit, and they're like, well, maybe Wait, hang like, on a uh, second. Did Native Americans have, like, you know, free energy horses or something? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it was all, um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, shit. Instead of like Chief no. Little Bear, it was like Chief Organ Generator. <laughs> oh, man. So when is your, y'all's movie co- coming out? Uh, November 21st. The 21st, man. And God where help can us. they find it? Uh, StuPeters.com, Rumble. Get, it's all going to be everywhere. Go to Twitter at died suddenly uh, underscore, and you can see our trailers come up there. Uh, Where are you guys yeah. going to premiere it? You guys going to do a special premiere? Uh, it, it just goes live, man. It it's goes just live, live for free. Bro, you got to watch that. You got to watch it. Check your, check your, uh, how DMs crazy would it be Twitter. if you guys had a premiere at Man's Chinese in Hollywood? Dude, <laughs> dude, that'd be sick. People would be like, what? <laughs> Not a good move. The how whole, did they swing the whole this? Movement would, yeah, the whole movement would just fucking turn on you. Bro, I can't wait for you to see it, man. Have a red really? carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Invite Jessica Alba. If she could come, it'd be all worth it. <laughs> Alyssa Milano. <laughs> AOC. Fucking Britney Spears shows up all fucking. Kanye. Forget Kanye. All chicken heading around. Yeah. Oh, man. It'd just be just, just invite the freak show. Dude. Check your DMs on Twitter and check out the greatest reset. You'll, you'll see what, what that's part one of this movie. It'll blow you away. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys for, uh, giving me an insight on, on your filmmaking and your latest film. And man, uh, when I heard, I was supposed to have Stu Peters on the podcast, but then he was hunting. You, you, you substituted for something better. We're way more yeah, fun. Yeah. But he really wanted to put you guys on. He's not really interested in doing podcasts. He's just worried. He's just interested in, in trying to save the world. You know what I mean? He didn't, yeah, he yeah. didn't even want to do my podcast because I'll just let you guys do it. <laughs> well, we, we're the ones who made the film. So he is probably better to, to talk with us yeah. I, we know I, love, I love the work he's doing and hopefully yeah we'll get him on i just want to just pick his brain for 90 minutes dude he's know? great to talk awesome. he'll come on he was hunting i think he was hunting or something he's he's, he's got, great he's got man. balls of steel yeah yeah well, thank he, you again thank you guys um any any other plugs before we go that's it bro yeah that's, that's just our twitter that's all we're doing where are you guys what city are you guys in uh vero beach florida Oh, you guys in Florida? Okay, I'll safe yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, see, I was I was living in I was living in San Diego for the last fifteen years. I'm in and South came Dakota. Up, what's that? I'm in South Dakota. You're in South Dakota? Yeah, yeah. Christy no, Nome, number one governor. You are in South Dakota? Yeah. I thought you were no. in L.A. Yeah, stop. I don't lying. know where I'm at, dog. I don't know. <laughs> you on the moon? I could be anywhere. I could be anywhere. Yeah. Wherever you want me to be. 
Okay. Look, man. Hey, it was a super pleasure. This was, this was a because joke. you are. I'm a big fan of you. I've always loved well, and respected you. you. I, I yeah. appreciate you, man. Uh, you. You never back down from being truthful to yourself, and that's more important than anything in this that we got right now across man. this realm. Hey, being on Rockfin's awesome. I could say whatever the fuck I want. I love <laughs> it. You know. I mean, I, I I just got a strike on YouTube for. Like uh, I made a music video and it's, it's a long story, but it showed a girl's ass like in a, oh, in a oh. sexy way, but it was just her ass. Wasn't You're like, a the, titties, the, the titties popped out, but we blurred them out. It was no big deal. And they just looked for a strike. Boom. They gave me a big, so I can't upload any videos right now. Dang. They're like, boom, you get another one, dog. You better watch it. I'm like, damn. You on that YouTube? Please. You should check out uh, cozy.tv. They'll have you on. Well, um, Rockfin has me on, so I, I love it here. Yeah, shout out to Rockfin. Hell yeah, I just put my music on here. <laughs> Torture people on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. I'm going to have you back on. Good luck with the movie. I'll plug it. I already did, but I'll plug it again, and um, we'll have you on again soon. Thank hey, you. Thanks right. so much, Eddie. Appreciate it. Thanks, thank bud. You. The Jiu-Jitsu Dojo is the ultimate training ground for life. Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being, your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. Happy birthday, Eddie Bravo. I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Are you the fear factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over, time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. It shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity, and you push through. Your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.